Hello everyone, and welcome to Shonen Trash, an anime show for the streaming era. I'm your biggest weeb, Vincent Perez. I'm your middlest weeb, Lauren Reschel. And I'm your sweet baby weeb child, Kevin Bobbitt. <laughs> <laughs> this week, we are joined by the kid with the worst taste in anime, Dante Coley. Ouch. Dante, welcome to the show. Ouch, coming out swinging. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you for having hard. me. <laughs> Ow. It's you okay. The taste, is, the taste is all right. It's okay. not. <laughs> What's wrong with it? Besides, it besides <laughs> you guys having such a problem with Death Note. Uh, <laughs> it's so good. Uh, it's so good. I mean, <laughs> Death Note was great. Death Note was great right until L died, and then Mello and them came in, and then everything went to shit. It uh, just went real bad. It's not, yeah. it's not as good after L, but yeah. the ending's like, so amazing. The ending's so amazing. The ending was good. I like the uh, the swimming demonstration that uh, that light gives off. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Are you ready for the uh, the live action with Willem Dafoe as Yeah, what? that's God. such a good casting. But I'm so he scared like of a live. He already looks like a demon. They don't need to put makeup on him. He's already. Yeah. <laughs> he looks like a demon on it. Just like put his face, put some, put some white makeup on his face, and then every little kid that's watching that movie is gonna be terrified for the rest oh of their lives. I, I saw something that showed like the rest of the cast, and nothing fits besides Willem Dafoe. Yeah, and they've changed. They've changed all their last names, and like it's, it's. They're doing the same thing it, Ghost in the Shell is doing. Uh, his name's not man. Light. It's not Light Yagami anymore, right? It's no. something stupid. It's it's like Light Turner or something like that. What? Oh, God, yeah. that whitewashing. <laughs> Got to make sure that uh that white people can uh, <laughs> connect to it, right? No thanks. Shit. Yeah. Exactly. CG Ryuk scared me off of live action Death Note altogether, though. I don't know if I can do it again. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll see what Netflix does with it. So, uh, so Dante, tell us, tell us a little bit about yourself. You're new to this show. This is your first time uh, appearing on this. Yeah, and thank you. Um, so I kind of get started with like anime history because we're not really doing yeah, anime, anime history. Yeah, anime history. You can tell us what you do, all that good stuff. Okay, yeah. So I um, kind of for a living, I sell beer, which is uh, super fun. I drive around and talk beer to people, and it's a blast. But uh, he talks beer at people. Sorry. You talk beer at people? I talk beer at people. Yeah, yeah, essentially. <laughs> I saw him yeah, going just, to work go to go and talk beer to people one day. Yeah, I just walk around with six-packs and go into accounts. He was walking and around just, just in the street with a six-pack. <laughs> yep. That is, uh, that's the gig. It's, uh, it's a blast. Um, but as far as anime goes, like I think I started back around with Kevin. I think we got an anime together. Um, I think so, yeah. With, this, with, uh, Dante and I have like, known each other for way too long. Yeah, yeah, since we were about seven or eight, something like yeah. that. Jesus. Uh, yeah. The wee babies. Um, yep. And uh, we kind of got started with, like, Zoids and Yu-Gi-Oh! and Pokemon and all that kind yeah. of, like, really, really typical stuff that everybody got into when they were super Back young. Those early morning episodes of Digimon before we went to school. <laughs> yeah, Digimon specifically. <laughs> um, and then started branching out a little bit, and, like, I went to, like, Suncoast and bought, like, a bunch of stuff that I definitely shouldn't have been watching, like, uh, <laughs> like X... Or uh, Ninja Scroll, Ninja Scroll, Razafon. Um, you got me on the Razafon, man. God, that that like sw- sw- went straight into like Escaflone and Ava and that sort of stuff. So all oh, the big robot stuff, big robot stuff with like convoluted ass stories that don't make <laughs> any sense to this day. Um, <laughs> yeah, and uh, since then I've kind of just been sticking to Shonen stuff mostly. Since then, I uh, I every once in a while I kind of creep into some like slice of life stuff. Like, I was surprised how much I loved uh, Yuri on Ice, which was not my style at all. 
but um yeah mostly sticking to it, it's really it's really hard stuff. not to like that series yeah it's just kind of feel good the whole time yeah it's so good yeah i've i've don't think i've watched anything like it and uh maybe maybe i'm open to some more stuff like that i i always kind of was like no 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 not gonna do it <laughs> Dante's just gonna be on the slippery slope to to be Alpha Joshi Town. Oh my god! <laughs> can we can we get him to watch Kiss Him Not Me? Oh god! Probably. <laughs> that sounds wonderful. Yeah. It's it's not just. <laughs> I mean, to some people, some people like it. Some people like it. We know like a lot like of things, it, though. To be fair, I, I judge so hard for some people that like that show. Oh no! Yeah. So yeah, there we go. So. So we got updates. Got updates this week, right? Got some anime stuff going on. Yeah. So this week, um, so so we can finally stop talking about this fucking show. <laughs> the Sword of the Line movie finally came out in theaters this past week, and now we're just done. That's all I wanted to say about that. It's out. It probably sucks. I was literally I went to go see Get Out, and out of just like pure just natural instinct, they played like an ad for the movie in the theater. Yeah. Which doesn't and, like, fit. Out of, out, of, <laughs> out of pure like disgust, I was just like, no. And I had the worst look on my face. Oh, no. <laughs> Kevin's just sitting in his theater seat stewing like, mm. It wasn't even like, yeah, before, it was, it, they played it in the lobby. It wasn't even like we were sitting down. We were, they're playing it in the TVs in the, in the lobby. What? It, oh, when, I, when I saw Get Out, they played it in at the theater. Oh, wow. They, on the big screen, yeah, which was pretty crazy. And I was just like, curious this... what, what kind of crossover there is between like yeah, exactly. people who, like Sword Art Online I... and who want to watch Get Out. <laughs> they played a big like they played a really long ad about the Nintendo Switch though, which was really cool. Oh mm. really? That's cool. Yeah. Yeah, I think we got the same ads. It sounds like. We still haven't seen Get Out, so that's something it. that we need Fantastic. to do. Yeah. You should see it. It is uh, it's pretty <clears throat> special. We've been busy. That's why we haven't seen it yet. Oh my god. Yeah, no. I have a cat on my lap it. and he's gonna fall off. Jesus. <laughs> I saw it on opening wait, day. That uh, was like... Wait, 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 wait. Do you guys hear that? What? Do you got do you hear that? What? I don't know if you can hear that. I want a much! Oh my god. <laughs> Why? I want too much! God. <laughs> yes. So for our first ever and probably only munch squad. Um, I found that McDonald's is currently, uh, in the greater Bay Area of California, testing a new crab sandwich. What? From the, from the press release, let me, let me, let me go through this a little bit. McDonald's restaurants in the San Francisco Bay Area are currently testing a new menu item, the McDonald's crab sandwich, made with snow crab meat. Wait, 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 hold on. (laughs) It has, like, no McSomething name or something like that? No, it's just... The McDonald's crab sandwich. It's Man. not like they could come up with like anything clever. <laughs> it's not like the McChicken, like the McCrab or something like that. Oh the McDonald's God. crab sandwich. Come down and get some McCrabs. Okay. <laughs> come, come down. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh, it's, it's made with snow crab meat on a sliced sourdough bun. This local favorite is being served in four restaurants in San Jose. The crab sandwich features crab meat mixed with Diced celery and seasoned mayo dressing served on a bed of romaine lettuce and tomato slices on a toasted sourdough bun brushed with herbed butter. 
crap, McDonald's stepping. So it's like a fucking lobster up. roll, but yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> would you trust? Would you trust a crab sandwich from McDonald's? Fuck no. My little Maryland Would you trust a McCrab? That's saying some good things. I uh, I think I might do it. I think I might do it. No, crab anything. I might be down. No, fuck. It's one of those ones where it's just like I'm trying to run my entire life. I eat crabs on the regular. Fuck that. I need to know at least how they're screwing it up. I need no. I need to know. So this is the bit that really got me that I was uh, really excited about. McDonald's is committed to creating quality food with quality ingredients. Bullshit. <laughs> we're, we're proud of the work done by local franchisees to innovate and create a new regional menu item that is so iconic in the Bay Area. Are snow crab like oh, that geez. big in the Bay Area? Like. Is I don't know, but like a snow crab sandwich apparently is is selling maybe, or they're this. gonna try it out. I just I wish they would have come up with a better name, because crab sandwich is like oh it's a crab sandwich that's yeah. it the McDonald's crab sandwich. Like and I'm trying to think of a name that you can make for that. And there's nothing that you can make that's catchy. The McCrustacean. <laughs> <laughs> that's a mouthful. Yeah. yeah. I want it though. I would eat like it. That can be their get... tagline afterwards. If you're a crustacean, that's a mouthful. <laughs> <laughs> that's a mouthful. The McCrustacean. That's a mouthful. Oh my god. Delicious. McDonald's why? And like the so, thing is like for that sandwich. Again, Dante and I are Maryland people. I don't know if they, you know honestly I never asked you when I was up in Chicago. Is does Obey does Obey exist up there? They probably have some. Does what? Like Obey. the, the Obey, like, like the spice? Oh, like the seasoning? Yeah. 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 I mean, people use it, but yeah, people use it. Okay. It depends like a, on like where you're going. It's like a huge Maryland thing. It's like yeah. with c- crabs and like Old Bay go together. Like for people who don't like live around here to listen to this, crabs and Old Bay are just like that's like right there. You can put Old Bay on anything though. Yeah. Exactly. Because we we did that last summer because Vince's cousin had a what was it a shrimp boil and. Yeah, they got like little tins of Old Bay that they like threw all over everything. I have a everything. fucking jug of that shit in my house. <laughs> <laughs> Do you bathe in it, Kevin? I wish I could. Do you, does your smell? Does your smell just is Old Bay? Yeah. <laughs> we should take that's him to Low Country when he's here. Yeah. Get get some crab boils. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> Kevin okay. will be disappointed. Yeah, you might. This is, <laughs> this, is, this is Midwest Midwest seafood compared what to like, being this? in Maryland. Where is your ocean? <laughs> Yeah, right. They, like, they, they just have just, multiple oh, lakes. Just, <laughs> just pull it out of the, the dirty ass fucking Lake Michigan. That's fine. Oh my god. Hey, our tap water is really good though. Oh, nice. I will say that we have good tap water. Oh, oh my god. Okay, so the McCrustacean, or whatever it's going to be called. <laughs> the Mc, the McCrustacean is going to be amazing. Jesus. I wonder. I'm really curious if that branches out to the rest of the country. It'll probably stay on the West Coast. Like I went, yeah. I went down to like I was going down to Florida one time, and like some places in Florida have like a, a crab cake sandwich there. What? Like a fried crab cake sandwich. I was Why like, don't we this have is that? like, huh? Why don't we have that? I don't know. I, just, I don't know. Okay. So I have a hard enough time eating like a McFish, like a fish sandwich, yeah. at the fucking at, at McDonald's. Like I can't imagine having anything else. Like, oh yeah, hey, here's some crab. Oh, oh, here's some here's some McDonald's oysters. There, the oh, fish sandwich yeah. there is a little I gagged sus, a little bit. For sure. Ooh, yeah, that's uh-huh. gross. Mm-mm. Okay, let's move on. This will make me sick. <laughs> <laughs> ruining ruining seafood for ourselves. So we have uh, we have we have gained notice that uh, Hayao Miyazaki is coming out of retirement again for another movie. Whatever. It's like again. Maybe. It's like Jay-Z. How long? How long did his retirement last? 
It was like, like a year. It wasn't, like, it wasn't even that long. He released... What was the last movie? Uh, um, the Wind Rises? As the Wind Rises, yeah. yeah. And that was, his, that was his The Black album, and now he's coming back. He's, he's just on some Jay-Z shit. He's going to marry somebody that looks like fucking Beyonce, and it's just going to be... He's going to drop for some really terrible... Jay-Z didn't, hasn't dropped anything good since a Black album. He dropped what? American Gangster, and he dropped Blueprint 3, and he dropped Magna Carta, Holy Grail, which... All three albums are just mediocre radio garbage. I can't even think of the thing he did with Kanye West, what it's called. Uh, Watch, Watch the Throne. throne. Oh, yeah. Watch the Throne. Which that I was good. Like I, went, that. I went to yeah. go to that tour, and I saw, I went to like an, an actual show for that tour. That was but hype like, It's because Kanye was on it too, though. Exactly. And that was like Kanye in like his prime. Mm-hmm. So it's just like, Jay, Jay-Z doesn't really do anything anymore. He's a, he just rides. He's a family man now. He's a dad. He's a family man. <laughs> And he's he's a dad with he a daughter be... that looks just like him. He gets mm-hmm. shit on when, when Beyonce <laughs> released Lemonade. Oh yeah. I, like, oh, yeah. I like that Blue Ivy. Blue Ivy was a mix of like it's 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 Beyonce Beyonce's her mom and then Jay Z's her dad, but she she didn't get any of the Beyonce. That's a lie. She, she looks she looks so just much like, like Jay Z. Yeah, mm-hmm. but she's she she's them. growing into her features. She no. Her, she there's know? no growing into those big ass lips. There might not be any growing into those lips. It might not happen. <laughs> <laughs> we'll have to Girl's see. Be looking like a camel She's like her what? Whole life. Five. Oh no. Yeah. And then they're about to have like two more kids. Like. Oh yeah, they have geez. twins on the way. Yeah. Yeah. Green apple and. Oh god. Red strawberry. <laughs> <laughs> they're gonna screen apple strawberry have shortcake. A, a, <laughs> They're gonna have a custom Skittles pack with just yeah. their baby names. Oh it's gonna God. be like when, Le- when LeBron had his own flavor of bubble gum for a while. He had a Sprite too. Oh my! He did have his what own is, Sprite. Holy mm-hmm. shit! What does LeBron good. Sprite taste like? It was like cherry, cherry and some other shit. Blah. LeBron tastes like cherries. <laughs> oh my God! Also, uh, in in current news. Uh, the Nintendo Switch came out on Friday, yes. which everyone's been like jizzing their pants about. Me. I mean, yes and no. A lot of our a lot of our it. friends are like, "Oh, we're gonna wait," and then everyone else is like, "Oh yeah, like, broke." Yeah, right. I yeah, <laughs> we're all broke. We're all broke millennials I'm, with like m- menial jobs. I'm really enjoying mine. I've been <laughs> playing yeah, a good? lot of Zelda. The only game out for it. And I got that... to play it. Dude, I got to play it the other day. I played Zelda for a while. It's yeah. fantastic. I played it's... Bomberman. Bomberman is great. I, something about so like something about Bomberman's worrying me. And like the it looks like Bomberman. Like it looks like it plays like Bomberman, but there's this weird kind of camera angle the entire time. I I'm not a huge fan of the camera angle, but it still yeah. plays like Bomberman. Okay, that's fine then. Like that that camera angle is like Every time I look at it, I'm like, this is weird. It should just be top down. Why is it well, got this like Baldur's it's like Gate isometric, isometric yeah. thing going on? But uh, Is it better than Bomberman 64? <laughs> <laughs> it has to be, right? Because Bomber. Bomberman 64 is like the pinnacle of Bomberman, especially the multiplayer. Bomberman multiplayer and Bomberman 64 and Bomberman's Second best. Attack were yeah. flawless. Uh, for some reason, oh, I, yeah, I like charge your bomb up and then fucking one. kick it down the goddamn aisle. Oh, that's fucking Xbox Gritty Reboot. That Yeah, uh, yeah. What, I can't think of the name of the company that made that. Mm. That's so good. It, fuck, no. Oh, it <laughs> if wasn't. any game needed a reboot, it was Bomberman. Yeah. So we haven't seen a, a Bomberman gritty... game in like t- 10 years. I'm surprised Jesus. that one exists anyway, considering that is Konami. I'm, yeah, I'm surprised okay. that Konami yeah. did it. Like, because Hud- Hudson's gone. So. Mm-hmm. I guess too they, bad. They did something besides making fucking pachinko machines anymore. Oh, that, <laughs> I guess. Did you see the Metal Gear Solid Three pachinko machine? Yeah, I with did. With the updated like, like it looks like 
a PS4 version of Metal Gear Solid 3, and, like, my just heart wept when I realized there was a bunch of balls falling out of it. Yep. I mean, I would probably play it, because I'd if play there's one it, thing I like, so, it's balls. It's not <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> so everybody apparently needs to eat their, their Nintendo Switch cartridges, though. I don't... Did you... Apparently, they, t- they they made them taste bad, so, like, the fact that they went, hey, make sure you don't eat these, we made them taste bad on purpose, everybody's gonna fucking taste them. I immediately <laughs> put one in my mouth. Who's gonna <laughs> fucking, like, who's not gonna be like, okay, cool, I'm just gonna, like, lick it real quick. It's the same thing with, like, hey, 9-volt batteries, if you lick them, your tongue feels funny, you shouldn't you shouldn't do that, it's bad. How, and everybody's gonna be like, whoa, I wonder what the fuck it's, that is. It's really, really gross. It's, I mean, even if... <laughs> it's really, really gross. Is it really gross? It's like the most bitter thing I've ever tasted in my life. See, but the thing is, like, okay... It stays there for, like, 30 minutes, and it just tastes like chemical burn. It's uh. So, So, if Nintendo put out a thing and was just like, hey, we made all our Nintendo Switch par- cartridges taste like literal shit, you know that everybody would still be like, hmm, I wonder if it's true. I wouldn't, because I don't care enough. <laughs> hmm, I wonder if it. I wonder if it actually tastes like poop, and then they'd fucking give it a lick, right? Yep. I, I, every time they get me with it, every time. It's so bad. <laughs> is uh, is Griffin gonna start a new kind of like amiibo segment? So, oh my god! He already put a tweet about it. He, he, he shot it down. He yeah, people, it down people, people immediately were like, "Griffin, you're gonna do it." He was like, "No," and Nintendo made it bad on purpose. I would fulfill a need, and Nintendo did it for me, so I'm not doing it. Yeah. <laughs> what if they start making the amiibos taste bad? Oh, God, amazing. I, they probably should. They Shouldn't be really sticking should. them in your mouth anyways. Just for the videos, though. Oh just my for God. the videos. Imagine just for the, the internet SEO. lulls. Imagine the SEO you get from that. <laughs> just trying to get them goofs going on the internet. Mm. It's so fucking good. So that's the end of our news for the week. Um, but we get to talk about our show. So. Uh, last week on the podcast, we ended it talking about that we were going to be doing Samurai Jack this week. Well, guess what? We ain't fucking doing Samurai Jack. Sorry. Zag on him. That shit got pushed back. Zag on him. 20 Serpentine. (laughs) So, this week, we are actually reviewing, um, probably the greatest anime to come out this year thus far, uh, My Brother, My Brother and Me. (laughs) If you haven't already guessed... Since we've made some some similar goofs so far, but um, we're all really really huge fans of anything that the McElroys do, um, and the ser- like the the show was oh, great. It was so funny and so good, and I'm really bummed that they only did six very short, seemingly episodes. I'm hoping they do a season two after how big this has taken off. Yeah, I can they only might. imagine that they will. I I worry because they're so busy doing like. Literally everything everything under the sun yeah, yeah. they were doing everything yeah. under the sun when they did this show though they filmed the show what, last october yeah i mean tra- tra- what travis is part of like every podcast ever on maximum fun yeah. yeah griffin griffin and justin both do the polygon shit but griffin is just like i'm gonna do all these podcasts and all these video series and all this other stuff and music for be all a 30 podcasts. under 30 it'd be a 30 under 30 media luminary for fucking forbes god it's so good. The picture they used for him is so good. It's yeah. so good. <laughs> so it's a sweet boy right there. The sweet, 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 sweet boy. Is he everybody's favorite? He has to be, right? Like, it's hard not. Honestly, to. I think I think Travis might be my favorite because of how often his jokes just fail miserably. <laughs> <laughs> they, they tear him apart so often for. Oh, jokes. they do. Yeah, they it's do. So good. It's like it's like <laughs> Travis. Travis and and Clint probably get ri- ripped on the most uh-huh. out of 
anybody else. I love on, that they get on Clint like, so much, and like that's their dad, and it's just fantastic. Uh, yeah, Adventure Zone is great because of Clint. Mm-hmm. But then it's funny when like they start ganging up on Griffin, which doesn't happen as often. But when it does, yeah. it's just like, oh yeah, he's yeah. totally like the youngest. Uh-huh. I mean, in the resume episode, it was great. Oh, we should just start talking about the episodes. Well, we before, dive before, we get, before we get into the episodes, can we uh, can we do an uh, an ad zone? Do uh, do an ad zone? Yeah. Got a, we got an ad. Yeah. Okay, cool. Let's do that. Let's, <clears throat> let's take take me to the ad zone, Kevin. I'm gonna read from the read from the copy. Do you enjoy video games, movies, and comics? Do you like do you, do you like t-shirts? Do you want all of that on your t-shirt? Head on over to theyeti.com to find a ton of items, including nerd-inspired daily shirts, posters, pins, and exclusive vinyls. Um, currently, I am wearing a fucking Vaporeon Vaporwave t-shirt. Oh, that shirt's so good. That shirt is <laughs> um, so good. Of course you are. <laughs> and yeah, tell, tell me more about much, the shirt, Kevin. Uh, my entire closet's full of everything that the fucking Yeti makes. Uh, if you've ever seen a picture of me, 99% of the time, there's a Yeti shirt in that picture. I'm just like a walking billboard, so it's it's whatever. I will say the most fun shirts that I own are probably Yeti shirts. I mean, you bought that Sonic shirt, which was really good. I had to. <laughs> I had to. I mean, like, I, I fucking make... Okay, if there's one thing that you have to know about me is that I fucking love stupid meme bullshit. And <laughs> Sonic happens to be some juicy, juicy meme fodder. So, like, any gotta go fast joke that someone makes or like the shirt came out and i was like i have to own that that's something that needs to be in my possession <laughs> we went, we you know, you know what kevin because you know what kevin i i gotta go fast <laughs> God. <laughs> uh, we are actually in actually rest- in in regards to being like meme garbage i'm currently wearing a, a shirt this isn't a yeti shirt but this is a custom shirt that's one off oh, and no. it's mine only and it's a shirt of Lauren in one of her cosplays from Katsu last year with Sud Dude on it, and it's so good. Uh, I need, hold on, I need a picture of this T-shirt. No, you do not. So I can post this on the Twitter account. Oh, you can't, please! You can't. No. It can't leave. It can't leave this. It can't leave this apartment. I need to see this shirt when I come to the, when I come visit you guys. Lauren, Lauren made me swear that I would never no. wear it outside. I, I don't, don't have to wear it outside. I just want to see it. It's all Cody's fault. You can see it. That's fine. It's all- I just want to see it. Cody printed yeah. it for him, I, and I'm like, I fucking hate you. God, Cody, <laughs> so Cody, if you're you. listening, thank you. Oh, Jesus. Uh, but we actually we went and toured their uh, their warehouse last year, and uh, yeah, that was fun. They're pretty they're all, Yeah, they're all super cool. They make all of their stuff. Uh, they make all their t-shirts in house, which is insane. Which all I thought the was t-shirts, really cool. Posters are all done in house. The only thing they do out for is pins and the vinyls. It's so cool. So, uh, yeah, if you guys want any of their stuff, that's theyeti.com. Y-E-T-E-E dot com. So, uh, we got we got any more ads, Kevin? Uh, that's it. That's it? That's it. We can move oh, on to not, the show. Oh, we're not making any money this week. <laughs> <laughs> cool. So, let's uh, let's get going on this show. So, uh, there's six episodes in this. Each episode's uh, a half hour or, like, 23 minutes because that's what ends up happening when you have to factor in ads and shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, so, the first episode is called Dorms and Ghoul Smashing. Um, a viewer asks for help living with several supposedly haunted items owned by the roommate, leading the McElroys to call on a pair on pair, uh, on a pair of paranormal investigators and rec- recreate the scenario by filling a dorm room with as many scary objects as possible, including a haunted clown doll purchased by Justin. So, this <laughs> this is a really fucking weird-ass way to, to kick off the yeah. show, I think. <laughs> this- 
this episode was very interesting. <laughs> it to was, say it the was, least. it was fucking, it was great, but it was also like really, really strange. Yeah. So by the, by the way, they they do this entire show in Huntington, West Virginia, uh, where they're all from, and they they did this episode at Marshall University, which is in Hunting, which is in Hunting Huntington, West Virginia. So they actually went to the university while school was happening and filmed this episode. Yeah, they like rented out a dorm. Yeah, or something, right? It was like an MPS yeah. yeah. dorm. Yeah, immediately put the beds head to head. Yeah. <laughs> So awkward. <laughs> they had to, they had to make the, to they had to make the dorm situation. They had to make it real. Yeah. I mean, when you when you when you set up the beds like that, though, then you can like you can roll over under your side and be like, "Hey, you still awake?" And the other roommate can go, "Yeah, I'm awake. I can't sleep." And you talk and have those really really awesome late night connection no, talks. You know, no. Couldn't do that with the beds like halfway across the room. Definitely not. No. <laughs> no, you can't. You gotta do it, like you have to be able to like look at each other in the face through the dark room. Uh. <laughs> that intimacy and then like that way what's also great is if uh if one of your roommates is like masturbating oh my uh, god it's a lot easier for you to realize what's going on rather than like oh man i wake up in the middle of the night to a noise and i have to put my glasses on and like kind of peer through the darkness across the room now you can watch without your glasses you don't even need your glasses now exactly it'd be close enough i don't need my glasses so i can just watch you guys are gross At least it wasn't bunk beds, and, like, if they're getting down, then the top bunk could be shaking, and that'd just be a little bit too much. Well, they could be bunk beds. That's the thing. All you have to do is stick a little metal rod in the in the bottom one, and all of a sudden you got bed, bunk beds. Yeah. There's one thing I like doing. It's sticking a little metal rod in the bottom Thanks. one. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Yeah, so so this episode was great. I love the whole part, the bit that they had where they went to the antique store to buy uh, haunted <laughs> items, and they were yeah. talking about they were talking about how much kid energy was coming off. Yeah, the- yeah. <laughs> there's a lot of boy energy coming off of this picture. <laughs> and then they oh buy my it. God. Like I loved that the lady that that works in the store was just she just went with it so well. Yep. I'm that really bummed been... that, that Griffin couldn't take Mac the Turtle with yeah, him. $600! $600! There's no way she didn't want to get rid of that dumb turtle. <laughs> you can hide your weed I don't know, here. man. It's a mascot for the store. It's important. <laughs> then don't have it yeah. on the floor like that. Well, it's, it's, the I'm... sign said it was for the kids, so... Yeah. So, the best part of them actually doing the antique store was, like, at the end, when she told him he couldn't have the turtle, she, she read the book to him. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. right. And it was about, like, girls not being able to work on the railroad. <laughs> like, how old was this book? Was this, like, a part of the antiques in that store? Yeah. I mean, she was right, though. The story is right, and girls really shouldn't be allowed out of the house. Oh, <laughs> you know, when a woman should be seen and not heard. Shut uh, up! They should, they should know their place in the household. <laughs> this is definitely the podcast I wanted to be on. Yep. <laughs> yeah, it's great. But the best part, the best part of that is with me, it coming from me is that Lauren's the breadwinner in our relationship. <laughs> I'm generally the one that's in the kitchen making food and stuff. So like, she could technically just be like, Vince, go back to the kitchen, and I'll be like, okay, cool, yeah, sorry. This is where I belong. <laughs> This is where I belong. <laughs> this is where my skill set comes in handy. It's just your safe space. You guys, yeah. you, you you skipped over my favorite bit of the entire episode, which was the the first scene where they're talking about how um the Toy Story 
toys oh, are no. possessed. We're oh, yeah, all yeah. the toys are haunted. <laughs> Yeah. And then, and then like Justin that. actually sides with Travis yeah. on it, and Griffin's upset about it. Yeah, just that entire exchange was like maybe one of my favorite, like just bits where they're sitting. Like, at the, um, Travis's at the reasonings desk were like the whole show. They were like, "Do the toys not move when nobody's around? Did they scare Sid and some other shit like that? <laughs> or are they haunted? Yeah, they're just possessed by fucking." Woody's possessed when, by a dead cowboy. Like, when do they come to be? Is what like when they're like, like when does it start? <laughs> So was Andy's house just like super haunted? Like what? Apparently. <laughs> well, not anymore because he gave. Well, that little girl's house is haunted now. Yep. She's kind of fucked. So. <laughs> That's how it spreads. There's one thing I like. It's knowing that my toys. Okay, here's the thing. So in Toy Story Three, <laughs> when Andy has all his toys, he puts most of them in the attic, but he still leaves like Buzz and Woody in his room, right? Mm. Mm-hmm. So Andy's going off to college. How many times do you think Woody and fucking Buzz had to witness that dude like cranking his hog? Oh, no. oh my Jesus. god! Why oh, do you no. have to even go there? Because <laughs> like mean, that's if, a good question though. It is like okay. Does like does Andy do that thing sometimes that they make fun of in like shows where like he puts his pictures down so he doesn't have to look at him? Turns the toys like, around. <laughs> Turns yeah. his toys around so they can't see what the fuck's going on. He bends oh, their shit. hands over their <laughs> eyes before he starts. Oh my god. <laughs> Holy shit. I can't stop talking about beating off, guys. Yeah, I'm sorry. Like the third time. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. It's just a constant thing in my mind, uh, you know? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, okay, the fact that they brought on paranormal investigators to this. Well, hold I on, like. Hold on. There's some other stuff that happened before we got the paranormal investigators for this. Oh god. They get on a fucking phone call with the actual property the brothers property from HGTV. Brothers. Oh yeah, they always have someone. <laughs> it seems yeah. like. Yeah, they have a, they, ha- they have guests. So they call them and like ask them how to like how to decorate and then sell the dorm. <laughs> <laughs> how to how to crank up that value. Yeah. That creep value. It's yep. Just, like he, they were just explaining like, like how to like the verbiage to use to like sell this dorm to people. They said, um, what is this? people are people are dying to get into this room and shit like that. Like, they <laughs> people are dying, dying to, to get. House, yeah. Oh my fucking god! What was what was the line that Griffin used with the painting and putting it on the top of the bunk bed? If this, if this boy's a rattling, you best get scared. Oh yeah, <laughs> <you know. laughs> so good. Um. So after this, after this, we meet my probably my favorite character of the TV show, which is fucking Mayor Williams, the actual oh, mayor God. of Huntington, West Virginia. <laughs> so the fact that he goes along with this is he plays like the straight man to the, the fucking he's brothers in, being he's idiots. He's in every single episode, and he's always and so just... unamused. <laughs> But oh like, my god. They come they come with the, their permit to to ghoul smash to be ghoul smashers, yeah. Their ghoul smashing permit. It's, it's not for all paranormal things, just for ghoul smashing. Mm-hmm. Just ghoul smashing. Just to clarify. And their names that they set up for themselves. Like the ghost executioner. Ghost auctioner. The ghost auctioner. <laughs> uh, Travis Weirdo Beardo McElroy. Weirdo Beardo. And Justin was what? Justin Muscles McElroy or something yeah. like that? Yep. He said the mayor said it. <laughs> the mayor said it's legal. <laughs> God. And he just like he he goes with every single interaction that they have in the show, and it's so fucking perfect. Oh man, I wonder like 
I wonder what's happened to Huntington now since this show has happened. I'm really curious to see if, like, there's actually people moving there specifically because, like, they're too, they've talked it up, I guess. Or they're, they're too but you figure, like, probably went up. But you figure with, with, with the final episode of the show, they do candle nights. They do yeah. candle nights in West Virginia every year. Yeah. Yeah. Like, they do it in was, Huntington every single year. I'm still so salty about this year. Like, I had go. tickets. <laughs> I had tickets to go. I could have been in the show. And I, uh, I had work. Bunch, I had work. That's a bunch of butts, man. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. You missed it. Whatever. Our buddy Alec was in the episode. Yeah, I was going to say, Alec was there. Yeah, if you saw the guy. So anybody that's watched this, if you watched the last episode, and they're showing Chef all the people, like, they're showing all the people that are, um, like, in the crowd and stuff. Our buddy Alec is walking in. He's dressed as Totino's from <laughs> fucking Monster Factory from the Boy Mayor series. And it's, it's <laughs> So, like I, I saw it and I immediately screen captured it and sent it to him. I was like, "We did that too." Can you explain <laughs> this? <laughs> I had to pause it and be like, "Wait, is that Alec?" I'm yeah. pretty sure that's him. Well, he lives it in. It was real solid. He lives in what, like Philly? So yeah, probably not too yeah, he far. He lives in Florida now, something like that. Oh, that's right. Yeah, but yeah, that was that was real good. Um, so then we get we get introduced to uh to Clint, who is their dad, and. You you could definitely tell whenever you see Clint where like the boys got it from. Oh yeah. Oh for sure. Like one hundred percent. I don't know. Most of the interactions with their dad are like my favorite parts of the episodes. Well, this one they were telling the story of his his missing roommate. Oh yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That painted him in a bad light. Sold all of his stuff. He never came (laughs) back, and they they just sold all of his shit. (laughs) Did he like go to Bermuda or something? Like he was from yeah. some island or whatever. He went to. He lived to. He was from Bermuda, and he just like didn't come back. Yeah. He got off so or sold, something. Like, and they sold all his shit. I love at the end of this bit though, where Griffin's like, "This is a sting operation." And he lifts up his shirt. And he's like, "I'm wearing a wire." And I'm like, you see, you see, it's like his microphone wire hanging down. Yeah. And Clint just like loses it. It's it's so such a solid goof. Yeah. Okay, and then they they set up the dorm room. They bring in the uh, the investigators, mm-hmm. and then they... <laughs> no wait. Oh, this no. Is, they reveal they reveal Marvin. Yeah. I forgot about that bit. <laughs> yeah, the whole bit where they fucking pulled Marvin out was amazing. That's Holy a... shit! The whole setup for Marvin and then the story that they were telling along with it. Holy shit! Was that like real, like off of eBay or whatever? Yeah, it probably it was. Came in the box. And it just yeah, because I was just like, what the fuck. <laughs> That's one of the best times that they actually like throw like big nods to the show or to the um to the podcast because it's uh, just a haunted uh-huh. doll watch, which is a bit that they've been doing for like years now at this point. Like yeah, just bringing that in the first episode, I thought was a really good idea. Um, just a, a a nice little callback for the yeah. fans who who know what it is. But this doll was all kinds of fucking creepy. Like <laughs> I'm already somewhat uncomfortable around clowns. I don't know what what is it about clowns that like really creeps people out though. I don't I don't get it. I just don't the makeup and shit. It's just I don't like it. <laughs> I mean like the only okay so like if I was to be creeped out like, by clowns, like, the like, makeup, juggalos. the big ass fucking shoes. Like that's like probably a reason I have a problem with Sora. Is the big ass <laughs> fucking shoes. His big ass shoes. Uh, it's just uh, I don't know. It's just creepy. I don't want somebody like dressed up like that all in my fucking face. I don't need it. Like, I think I cried it when I went to the circus for the first time as a kid. Oh, was, no. Like, <laughs> <laughs> little, ki- little BB Kevin weeping in the stands. Yeah, fuck that noise. 
Cloud's trying to blow him a balloon animal, and Kevin's yeah. just sitting there crying. Cloud's gonna kiss my ass. <laughs> are you uh, are you pumped for the new It remake? Yeah, actually, I. Am. It's gonna be real good. It's gonna scare him more than like anybody else. Oh, that movie's fucking terrifying to me. Like for real, real talk. I think that's, that's probably like a real reason why I'm afraid of clowns. Is <laughs> it watching yeah. it as a child? <laughs> yeah. Uh, so we, we met Marvin. So this is the, we, so we meet the ghost hunters after like immediately after this. Mm-hmm. There's one bit that I never noticed until I rewatched it. That because like if they're doing a TV show, you have to pay. You have to pay whenever you show like a logo for something. Yeah. On the dudes, like all of his clothes and his hats was tape all over him yep. because they couldn't show the logos and shit. Oh really? Yeah. I didn't pick yeah, up on I that. I didn't notice it until I rewatched it today. It's the same thing with like. Every time you see, like, a really cheaply made rap video, and then they blur out, like, every logo on everything. Because <laughs> they're not paying for those royalties at all. But even yeah. when you watch, like, cartoons, they'll change, like, Apple computers to pairs and shit like that. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's just it's a really good way to get around, like, paying for the shit. Which they is even really cool. nod back to it in the second episode now. Like, also. Oh, God. Yeah, yeah in the beginning. <laughs> in the second episode. How does how does the first episode and I don't even remember at this point like so the they, they ditch the they, they ditch the, the, the clown the well no they they go and decorate the room uh, with all the haunted shit then they bring in the, and, the ghost hunters yeah and for some reason Justin's just like under the bed when they come in there <laughs> oh isn't he oh, trying to do like scares. the yeah the jump no, scare he, stuff he fucking, get, he fucking <laughs> gets stuck he gets stuck under the bed so yeah. I think he just struggles fucking, <laughs> the jump scares because like apparently the episode wasn't really spooky. They, they, he tries to do jump scares in the entire episode. <laughs> and He's it, the Spookmaster General. Oh, they're so bad, though. Because I was just like, they're, hey, jump scare. And I'm like, okay. My favorite one was the one where he was in the alleyway and he jumped out from behind the dumpster and then ran down the alleyway. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so they find out that none of the shit was haunted after the ghost hunters come in the room. And then they just, like, they bring Marvin into the room and just, like, leave him in there with them and just, like, fucking book it out of the door. <laughs> no, but they, they did it in a way, it was kind of like Poltergeist where they put a rope on him mm-hmm. and then he, like, yeah. <laughs> he dropped it off and they dragged him back. <laughs> uh, I like how, how quickly the episode ended. Like, they dropped off Marvin and then that was the end of the episode, pretty yeah. much. They're at their dad's house. Yeah, at the, end of the, at, the end of, at the end of every episode, they go back and meet up with Clint uh, at, at, at his house. And they always eat fucking spaghetti. Yep. <laughs> and talk about what happened during the day. And pretty much this, when they when they explain this, this to him, it sounds like they just went shopping all day. Yeah. 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 <laughs> is it spaghetti at the end of every episode? It is spaghetti yes. at the end of every episode. Oh my god. That's such a dumb that's so stupid. <laughs> someone asked someone asked Clint on Twitter if he eats all the spaghetti afterwards. And that was he said, me. Yes, of course. That was me. <laughs> was it you? Yeah. Was, Did he was, respond? Yeah, I was. I was like, "Do you guys actually eat all the spaghetti?" He's like, uh, he's, "He's like, or do you really?" He's, he's like, "He's like, what do you mean? Do we eat it? Of course we do." I was like, oh my God, Clint, <laughs> "Jesus, <laughs> he's so, so good." Ep- so episode two, which is personally my favorite of this season, um, to help a viewer improve his resume, the McElroys take on as many jobs in a short period as possible, including a minute-long honorary mayorship and a brief period of, in charge of Safety Town. <laughs> To prove their methods, Griffin tries to reapply for a job he was dismissed from in his youth with his brothers also applying for the same position. So, this whole episode had some of my favorite fucking bits. 
like the whole thing with Safety Town was the best, and it was so funny, and it showed them actually like interacting as just brothers. Yeah, and where they're like children, they were fucking like children. It mm. was so but- funny, and it just made me like it made me. Remember, like, me and my brothers doing stupid shit when we were younger because I'm the oldest of three brothers? So you're the Justin. I'm the Justin, pretty much. So... But yeah, no, it was good, good, good stuff. The opening of this episode, we actually talk about, like, their first jobs was just fantastic. Uh, <laughs> where Justin... <laughs> Justin worked at Blockbuster twice. Twice. <laughs> the first time he left on his own terms... And the second time, he got caught stealing a copy of Fight Club, and he got fired. <laughs> like It's uh, oddly appropriate, though. It's yeah, it's the Tyler movie Durden. to steal. It's a very Tyler Durden thing to do. Uh, Travis said he worked at a dog kennel, <laughs> where you had to squeeze dog buttholes. <laughs> he, he, he words it as, I had to squeeze dog buttholes. Yep. It's a, like, what? <laughs> What kind of job is that? Like what? I mean, I you have like to when okay because when you're like, well, some dogs, dogs have trouble. Shit. Some dogs have trouble. Like their anal glands will swell up, and if you are helping the dogs, you have to squeeze their anal glands to help them relieve like fluid and stuff. That's like vet shit. Glands. That's not like yeah, oh, like, I'm just at a kennel. They, you have an intern doing it or something. Ugh. Like you just get like a shitty. You get like a shitty fifteen year old who's willing to work at the kennel for experience. Be like, hey. You, put some gloves on. You're going to start finger blasting some dog buttholes. <laughs> if he wasn't shitty then, he's going to be shitty now. <laughs> he just like, refused to do it, and he got fired. <laughs> uh, and then Grissom, Griffins is just like the whole, like, the setup for this whole episode. <laughs> Where he got fired by Justin's father-in-law for leaving and going to Bonnaroo. <laughs> Gotta see those flaming lips. You got to. Fucking flaming lips were headlining, and he was just like, "All right, I'm gone. Let's go. I'm going to Bonnaroo." He just he, he just left. It was... Well, he asked for paid vacation apparently. That he didn't and have. Like, you find out later in the episode, he was work. He was working there for a week, and he asked for paid vacation to go to Bonnaroo. Uh huh. So they Griffin thinks that he can get hired back. It's his job now. Uh, well, they they'd be lucky to have him back, is what he says. Yeah. So then. Uh, so then Justin calls. All... Justin calls him and is just like telling him, you know, Griffin thinks he can get the job back. And then all the other brothers decide to go for the interview. Or as Travis calls it, the audition for the job. Yeah. Uh, the they all, they all the switch into their, their business outfits. Oh, oh yeah, Griffin does oh, have one. The fucking yeah. rotisserie asshole. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he said, I look like Jamiroquay's dad. Jamiroquay. Yeah. Yeah, you look it, like a carpet fucked in nerd. Isn't that like the, the title for the episode is like Jamiroquay's dad and something like that? It, it, yeah, it's resumes and Jamiroquay's dad. <laughs> <laughs> um, so at this point, it has them... Cause again, they're, they're in... Hunt, like They do this thing all through 110 West Virginia. So they're going like around like regular people like they didn't shut the town down to do this shit they go to like actual businesses so they go to a a cupcake decorating place a bow store a boutique whatever i don't know what that a, was that was and weird. a mexican restaurant to, to take them get like burner jobs to like beef up their resumes and that whole little like montage of them working was just fucking fantastic. Because, by the way, <laughs> by the way, they're all still in their business clothes while they're doing these jobs. It's, it's not like they changed in the uniform. They're just in clothes just to be there for the day and do these, uh, do these odd jobs. 
And I'm sure the woman from the bow place wanted to bang oh, Travis. Oh, totally. I'm pretty sure that's Definitely what it was. Yeah. It. After she put all those bows in his beard. <laughs> like she, she, yeah, she, male she, model. She, she was like, she was like, oh yeah, I like the bearded one. He, uh, I, I really liked him. <laughs> like she was like so about it. She was weird. Uh, <laughs> so. <laughs> By this time, they go back to the mayor's office. Again, like, again, they're back in the mayor's office every episode. And they wanted to be uh, the the mayor for, like, for like a day. <laughs> and it was 60 said, seconds. Minutes. It, was, it was 60 <laughs> seconds mayor, mayordom. So he gave him a, a minute as the honorary mayors of Huntington. And they just, like, were just trying to do a whole bunch of fucking law changes <laughs> while they were just, like, sitting in the office with him for that minute. The state bird no is state abolished. <laughs> Their sister city is the moon now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fucking just. Every interaction they have with the mayor is just fantastic. So they actually had to sign a thing to make them the honorary mayors. And then they gave them the thing to change it back to where they weren't. And it said, like, sorry, suckers, we're still the mayor. And, like, some <laughs> other shit. They just, like, left. <laughs> Uh, so oh, then they go. They go to the chief of police. No, no, they go see Clint after this. Oh, they always oh, Clint first. Yeah, they go they see Clint. The radio bit. Yeah, uh, and this is when this is when Clint says <laughs> that he looks like Jamiroquai's dad. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, so Justin does a radio break, and he just destroys that radio. I don't know what yeah, happened. Mc- <laughs> McGraw. Like three times. <laughs> McGraw. <laughs> It's supposed to be Tim McGraw. He's supposed to be switching to a song with Tim McGraw, and he keeps calling him McGruff. McGruff. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! And like, cause the, their dad's like an actual radio personality, and it's just, it's so just. Fa- I, I hope some of that shit ends up like end up making it to the radio at some point. Like, oh god! When they did the they did the parade in the next episode, and that shit really happened. Like I, I have friends that live in West Virginia, and like, I remember they they were like they were like there was some really weird parade downtown, and I was just like, <laughs> what the shit? <laughs> like my, like my buddy Sean, he went to school in 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 uh, Marshall. He had just left like, like when they when they did the show would would have been his last semester there, but he already had left, and he was oh, like he he, he lived right down the street from where they did that the parade. And I was just like, you should have stayed there. I would have come and saw you, and we would have been there for this entire fucking show. Oh, God. <laughs> you should have walked in and been in the parade. Yeah. Get that boy a spider. <laughs> God. <clears throat> Get one of them ranchos. <laughs> so this this is when they go see the chief of police. This is this is where fucking Safety Town goes off. If so this... they, go, they, they go to the chief of police, and the chief of police is just like, well, in order to be part of the police, you have to take a, a mandatory physical exam. And then they're like, you have to run them. Was it like a mile and a half? You have to run a mile. He said by when? A mile. He said, he then, said how long? He said it's measured by a watch, not a calendar. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, damn, fucking harsh shit from the goddamn chief of police. And for some reason, they told the chief of police about Travis finger blasting dogs. I don't know why. Yep. I oh, because of the canine unit. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Oh, Griffin's was my favorite. He was—he was like, "Can I be the chef of police?" And then they'll just look at his resume really fast and say, "Oh, chief of police," and just pass by it. <laughs> um, so they—they they said like they need a burner town to do this in, and they give them safety town for the day. 
which was like it's, it's pretty much like a, like a driver's ed place more or less where they're supposed to like teach people how to do like how to, how to like drive to like an area and they all split it up between the three of them and it just whatever fucking Mad Max ass thing this was that they were doing <laughs> little little warriors yeah. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. It was it was so good though. That whole fucking bit in Safety Town is so fucking so, funny. I actually wrote just... this down. So Travis runs New Duckburg uh, with yeah, two of his Duckburg. friends and his and his wife Teresa is there for some reason. Who doesn't want to be there, obviously. Yeah, Who like, doesn't want like, to be he, there? He, he, said, he said, this is my wife Teresa. I wanted her to be in the show, so she's here. And she says, can I leave? And he's like, yeah, go ahead. <laughs> uh, then there's Philadelphia <laughs> with Griffin. His, his wife, wife his Rachel, wife, Rachel and, their and their friend, friend Emily. Uh, and Griffin has like all the cars and resources in the town and the buildings he has. I think he. It's funny because like he nonchalantly set it up that way when they're like de- determining fucking boundaries. Because yeah. he wanted to drive he's that like, car. And then, he's like, I'm gonna have this area. It's not very big, and then you guys can split the the rest up amongst yourselves. Despite <laughs> him having like five very tiny cars. Uh, and then Justin has, uh, well, he has what? Chad Pennington. Yeah, that sounds right. Yeah. And his, his yeah, it was Chad Pennington. It's, 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 it's Tommy Smalls' favorite favorite football favorite player. Football player. Jesus. Uh, and his in his in his town is his wife and his daughter, Tommy's wife and Tommy's brother-in-law. No, and his brother-in-law, and then his friend Jason, who said whoever gets on TV first, he has to get the other one on TV with him. <laughs> It's just ugh, fucking Griffin driving around that little fucking car is so good. <laughs> I just, that's, that's a thir- that's a well twenty nine year old man driving around that little fucking car and just ugh, it's it's trying to be intimidating. The interactions, are, <laughs> the interactions are so fucking good. Like when he rolls up to Justin and gives him the citation, is fucking fantastic. He's he's like I had to take Charlie into the bathroom. No, I saw you took I saw you taking your business your 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 bathroom experience into the boys' bathroom. He's giving him a citation for it. It's yeah. so good. He's like you fucking serious in front of my family. In front of my family. <laughs> and then like Travis is off like raiding his uh, Griffin's garage for all the batteries and shit. fucking steal the 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 Volkswagen out of there. Oh my god! And so like. While they're doing this, the boys are still just fighting throughout the town. And then the safety town manager comes out and just shuts that shit down. It was funny because, like, they were like, this is not a bit. We're actually getting kicked out. (laughs) This is is not a bit. This is not a goof. Uh, We actually got in trouble. And we're very sorry, Huntington. (laughs) And they bow. I like that Griffin Griffin actually handcuffed Travis and Justin together, too. (laughs) So they all bow. And when Griffin bows, he honks the horn in the little car. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and then like they show like a cutaway like a little behind the scenes thing and Justin's like did that really happen and then <laughs> um so they they all end up going back to set after this and they had all made their own special resumes <laughs> oh my god uh this was this was such a great goof <laughs> especially like Travis's was probably the most sound out of all of it. Of the he yeah. had the sticker resume. Yeah. yeah. So he printed the he he printed all their resumes on stickers. So he's like he's like, Hi, I'm Travis and he just like stuck it to his chest so he can like read it. Justin made some fucking giant ass scroll of paper that who knows where the fuck he got that. That he wrote with like the biggest Sharpie in the world, probably. <laughs> 
Uh, he oh, and he on 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 the on his resume he wrote uh a, 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 what like a fifteen percent off coupon for Sam Goody which for doesn't Sam fucking Goody. exist anymore. <laughs> <laughs> and Griffin with his fucking LED sign. Oh, oh his LED sticker tape fucking resume. Uh, I just like the end of it. He's like, oh shit, this thing has different colors on it. Yeah. <laughs> horny, no wink. horny for teamwork was the best. <laughs> Was it thirsty? Thirsty for responsibility, or hungry for responsibility, horny for teamwork, ready to bust a nut up in this job. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. oh my god! It's so Just, good. The I mean, that's also like a, a callback to they. They constantly use the word horny. Yeah. And it's it always just comes off really uncomfortable too. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, still with like the fucking with Adventure Zone, it's Tress Horny Boys. It is. Boys. They haven't said that in a while. I forgot. No, they haven't. That's that's the that's the agreed on name that the like internet community has taken on. Mm-hmm. It's Tress Horny Boys. <laughs> I would love to see a spinoff show where they did like an Adventure Adventure Zone TV show. To be honest. Oh my god! Just like an episode would have been fine. Yeah. Yeah. Something. Next. Uh, so. <laughs> they show so the resumes off. They they go they go they, into the interview and they actually like <laughs> show Tommy their their resumes and when Griffin goes in for his they actually call him his old manager that still works there. Oh God, and, Dwight Slappy. Yeah, it's fucking Dwight, and he's he's like he's like your first week here you ask for a paid vacation to go to Bonnaroo, uh, and then like he he's writing down what he wants his salary to be. <laughs> That's too many zeros. Too many zeros. That's too many zeros. <laughs> it's too many zeros. Stop. Griffin, stop. It, Griffin, <laughs> Um. So then, when they when they when they wrap up with Daddy, uh, they go back to Clint's house again, and they're they're sitting in the hot tub, um, but they can't turn the bubbles on because their producer said like all the bubbles would destroy the audio for the episode. <laughs> so they're just uh, sitting there. So they they made some 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 sun soup, some good boy soup. Good boy soup. And uh, it ends with Griffin having to pee and trying to get his microphone taken off. And they're taking off everybody else's microphone except for his. <laughs> so, and we got episode three, which is the episode that they uh, they released earlier to to preview the, the series, uh-huh. which is uh, Tarantulas and Travis did a hit. <laughs> when a viewer asks the McElroys to convince his wife to let him have a pet tarantula, Travis must uh, confront his arachnophobia as the brothers attempt to improve the reputation of tarantulas via a rebranding an improved social media presence and a pro spider parade. So I would I would say that this episode is definitely a good summation of like what to expect from the rest of the series. Yeah, this yeah. is why they're... a really good one to pick for them to be like this is our like our preview episode. Yeah. I mean, plus this was like one of the only ones where they actually followed through on their advice. It just didn't work yeah, really. at all. Yeah. <laughs> it just didn't work out. But they gave some fucking advice. They tried. Uh, so they gave, it, they gave advice in the in the um, in the haunting one too. They just said get a paranormal investigator to tell the person that all their stuff isn't haunted and throw all their uh, crap away. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> they're they're trying. There's this is before they even like go anywhere. They're talking about tarantulas, and like Travis. So they they tried to think of a different name, and they come up with the name Rancho, which is which is fantastic by the way. Rancho <laughs> is catchy as shit. <laughs> Apparently a little sexy. A little bit sexy. <laughs> Ranches. So, just like, Travis is like freaking out because he just doesn't like, he doesn't like spiders, period. 
and um like justin is trying to just like get to like the core of like why he doesn't like him and they're like talking about him and stuff and he tells travis to close his eyes and like try to explain and then like travis touches justin touches the back of travis's neck and he loses it and just like hits the shit out of him <laughs> we just we then they, they cut to the brothers just sitting outside he's like he's like after i did that what i thought was a really good goof travis hit me and it shows travis actually hitting him <laughs> Griffin Griffin's like, man, the energy in there was real weird. Don't do a hit. And then we get the best little, like, G.I. Joe-ass, like, F message. It says just, the McElroy say, don't do a hit. And it's so good. It's like the the more you know kind of, like, star floating through space. Uh, also, the bit that we get this episode that they didn't continue doing was the uh, the Griffin transitions. Oh, that's yeah. right. Yeah, I wish it would have been a thing in every episode. That like the Jeffrey Tambor punching the tiger was real solid. <laughs> um, and then what? What they uh they go to um they go to an like ad a, specialist. Yeah, they go to an ad specialist, and they're like, okay, cool. What can we do? What kind of budget do you have to try and like rebrand the, the majestic ranchos? rancho? It's a rancho. <laughs> uh, so he tells them to make a Facebook page. God. Because with their budget of what was it, the six dollars? The six dollars he tried to give to Tommy Smurl in the last yes. episode. <laughs> um, so he tells him to make a Facebook page, and he says to, to, to tell people. He says, "Well, you're in you're in Huntington. Why don't you just go tell people?" And they're like, "Oh, let's do a parade." And so they asked the guy like, like how to do a parade, and like if they would get if they would get in trouble if they didn't have permission. And he said, "No, you probably shouldn't get in trouble." Oh God! And that just fucking comes full circle later with this. Uh, so after this, we, we, again, Mayor Steve Williams is just fantastic. This is probably where one of the best Justin moments in the show comes from. Is like, is, is Oh, God, when he does the ad? Is when he does the ad, and when they're in the van afterwards. I almost cried when he was doing the ad. It was so <laughs> fucking funny. Oh, man. So, like, Travis is just, like, trying to, Travis is trying to explain, like, like, oh, well, do you like, you know, spiders get rid of bugs and mosquitoes and stuff? But he was like, tarantulas are bugs. And Travis was just like, oh, yeah, this thing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and Justin just tries to, like, play out a TV ad and play out a TV ad for him, like, in his head. And he he couldn't even get through, like, the half of the first sentence. <laughs> and he just started, like, he started cracking up. <laughs> which, honestly, when Justin cracks up in, in the actual podcast... I, I always start laughing as soon as because like he does like that really like squeezed off wheezy laugh and it's so funny and he tries so hard to not to like fucking start cracking up when he does this ad and it's he so tries good. so hard to stay composed and it's just so it, it it falls apart so easily. Um, so the mayor tells him that they can't do the parade uh, because they have to shut down part of the street and shit. <laughs> they, he was like, I'm not. He's like, we're not going to shut down businesses and stuff for this. Uh, so it comes to the brothers sitting in a van, like, and I guess, I guess the van they use for the show to get them from location to location. Yeah. And they had told, uh, they didn't, they did they never specified who they told they had celebrities to come, celebrities to come sponsor this. Um, but they said they had, Travis said they need to get the endorso. <laughs> and so Griffin calls, tries to call Reginaldville Johnson. Um, which fails immediately. Yeah. It, it, he immediately gets. It's not like it's not like he got. He, he just got hung up on. Yeah. Yeah. He's like yeah. Nope. Because all of a sudden he was just like. Anybody, uh... anybody that doesn't know who Reginald Bell Johnson is, he played Carl Winslow on Family Matters. 
So just imagine, and while while they're, every time they say his name, they show a different picture of him. The last picture they show of him is, some, is him in some prince costume, which is just fan fucking tastic. And then my good boy Justin, for some reason, is trying to call Ellen DeGeneres a Zach. As, I don't know yeah, why did he default to Zach. Why was that his I default have name? No to idea. That was really stupid. <laughs> and he just broke as soon as he said it too. Yeah. But like he call he calls back and he gets like he actually gets through and he just he does the Zach shit again and he admit he has to hang up because it's like all you hear is him laughing in the fucking background. <laughs> do you know how great it would like, have been for them? I to, like when Griffin was like, "You have to compose thing? yourself before you can do this call," and he's just like. He's like, before you call Ellen DeGeneres, and as soon as he said Ellen DeGeneres, Justin just starts cracking up again because he can't help himself. Oh my god. <laughs> so after this, they go back to the to the actual like set for the show, and this is when we meet um the the spider expert, which this brings up a this is like a shining moment for Travis. Oh, it's so good. So they bring in the spider expert, and you see Travis in the background. <laughs> yeah, he's just like, and, like hovering. So fucking, He's like in a plastic suit holding a hammer. <laughs> oh god. It was like the spider sticking back here. He's got a he's got a fear. Oh man. Like I like I don't fuck with spiders, but like I'm not that afraid of fucking spiders. <laughs> I would not let a tarantula walk on me. I've held a tarantula. I would no once. fucking way. I held a tarantula. I'd put, once. I'd put a tarantula in my mouth. No. As what? in I would eat oh. one because I really want to do that. They taste like a, a crustacea, apparently. Touch I want to do that. But, uh, so the I've held tarantulas like, before. Yeah, I've held a tarantula once. Like, nah. I, won't, I don't think I'll do it again, but I held it once. <laughs> are you scared Are you scared of spiders, Dante? No, not really, but like those are big fucking spiders. Like, a little spider, like, I'm cool with, but like, I don't want to touch that fucking thing. It's a dinosaur, and I'm see, not that's weird it. though, because like a little spider could like crawl into your inner. Oh, and, like, stop! Big yeah, spider. see, I'm just the total opposite. <laughs> like I'll touch a tarantula, and a big spider but anything else, crawl no. Your innards. You could just like you could hit it. But when it crawls into my innards, I don't know what's happening. And if <laughs> a tarantula is trying to do that shit, you best believe I'm gonna wake up and be fucking freaked out. You just bite it, like a like, like <laughs> a <Yes>. wolf spider. <laughs> oh, those suck too. Though. Just get some fuzz in your mouth. Uh. So. <laughs> Some of that hairy, hairy spider boy. He's, the, 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 the spider dude is showing him all the different tarantulas and shit he brought. And he tries to, like, poke at this, like, one that's like, supposed to be, like, like, super aggressive. It was, it was an orangutan spider, I think he said it was? Something like that. So, like, he pokes at it with this stick, and he, like, the spider guy jumps back, and Griffin, like, freaks the fuck out. He has the girliest scream. He goes, ah! <laughs> Griffin's like, you're the spider guy, and you yelled. <laughs> uh... So and he shows him like a he shows him a black widow, and fucking Travis books it. He he he, he, pref, he prefaces it with this is probably the deadliest spider you'll ever see. Before he and then he that opens sentence, the container, <laughs> and then Griffin just goes, "Oh, Travis went to space. <laughs> Travis works for NASA now." <laughs> so uh, Justin and Griffin like, but first Justin lets the, the tarantula like walk walk around his hand and stuff, and he's he's cool with it. Like Justin doesn't mind. He gets Hold to Griffin. And Griffin makes Griffin makes one of the best fucking faces. <laughs> oh my god, he does! <laughs> his face scrunches up all stupid. <laughs> <laughs> he's losing it before he puts the tarantula in his hand. He's, he's, he's like, yeah, let's do it. He's, he's just like, every time he's like, oh, it's like it's like a it's like a little massage for your hand. <laughs> <laughs> And he just he can't keep it together. Um, 
And then, like, so Travis, Travis is just like, he's just like, if we put up all the other tarantulas, I'll do it. I'll I'll let one I'll let one walk across my hand. He said he can touch me for it can touch me for like a second, and then like so <laughs> he fucking rushes and like one of the tarantulas like looked like it was gonna bite him when he was putting it in the in the, in the fucking canister. <laughs> <laughs> he puts him in the canisters really quickly, though. Yeah. He mad dashes. He wants him to hold that spider so bad, and it's really worrying. So he he like he sets it on Travis's hand, and like it walks across, and immediately as soon as it as soon as it gets off his hand, Travis fucking books it. It's and he comes he he comes back for a high five real quick, like it's a quick like, and it's it's done. Uh, and after this, this is again, this is this is like one of the best Clint moments. Uh, where they do the tarantula commercial. <laughs> oh God! He wants to, to to do a pro rancho uh, ad for for his radio show, <laughs> and we immediately have tarantulas, eight legs of justice, eight <laughs> legs of justice. <laughs> Just and he's so like, so good. He needs to be a little bit sexier and a little bit more like like surfer dude. A little oh bit yeah, more he goes to the other ones. Yeah. Tarantulas, <laughs> ranchos. <laughs> I wish, God, I wish I had a whole like the whole quote of the fucking thing that he said for the for the last radio Jesus. ad. Because that, that was for fan, the fucking that the was Calabunga dudes. Calabunga dudes, who are hanging ten? Ranchos are there. Hey, they're hanging eight. <laughs> Rancho, ranchos are the coolest. This ends like eight legs of justice, and all the everybody fucking dies. <laughs> Ranchos, the coolest. Ranchos, uh, so cool ranchos. Is... <laughs> cool rancho. It sounds like a snack. It, it really sounds... does sound like a snack. <laughs> so it's like it'd be like spider-shaped chips that you could yeah. buy. It's called ranchos. Oh, that so awful, that they... awful, that sounds awful. That sounds awful. You don't want to eat spider no, chips. No, 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 no. So they you don't want to have the spiders. The I'm not about at it at this point. And uh, they make their Facebook page, which, FYI. This is a real Facebook page. Like, oh, I think God. we've all liked this page on Facebook. I did. And all it has is this one it has post. The post. <laughs> just the one post from the show. It says, hey, everybody, welcome to the club. <laughs> Hope you enjoy the experience of simply cybersex blast <laughs> off into cybersex Joe Biden. Joe Biden. God. <laughs> and the second post, we've been hacked. <laughs> uh, that... Just them, them trying to go through one word at a time and make that post was so good. Just because that, that's just them. That's that's just them doing it. This this that wasn't like scripted. That was them really trying to make this Facebook page. <laughs> they were just they alternating words. They're alternating yeah. words. They yeah. like kept getting cyber sex over and over again. <laughs> uh, at this at this point, uh, there are twelve thousand six hundred ninety five people who have liked the page. Holy, Holy shit. shit. Fucking ranchos, God! I didn't even think to look for it. They, they, well, because when they when they did the premiere episode for this, they uh, somebody asked a question about it, and they were like, "Yeah, it's a real Facebook page," and somebody found it. Like somebody in the uh, Mabim Bam uh, appreciation group found it and like shared it in the group, and we, I think, everybody liked it. They have they have two pictures. One's a picture of a, one of the tarantulas in the house set that they had, uh-huh. and then another picture is the, the of the tarantula float that they had <laughs> in the parade, which so, is the next part of the episode. How the fuck? Well, the next part is when they're putting up all the posters. Yeah, but how the fuck did they get that that parade float built so fast? Twenty eight hours. They probably had, 
They probably had a team doing it. It yeah. took like a day and a half to build that float. It's a bunch of paper mache. Um, and King Rancho. So, so <laughs> <laughs> fucking Justin is King Rancho. I want to be King Rancho. That would make a badass fucking business card. <laughs> King, King Rancho. Rancho. <laughs> I love the like that. There's this. He said. Uh, he said. There's people that aren't watching the parade. How's your fucking day? <laughs> like, how great is their day when they can't watch this tarantula parade? Jesus. Uh, and like while they're doing the parade, like you just see a shot of Mayor Williams in his office. And he's, 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 he's like, no, tell them to shut it down. And all of a sudden you hear, like, police sirens and shit. And they all scatter. <laughs> yeah. The, no, they, they get to the side of the road. And Travis is like, Travis is like, so the parade is canceled. Everybody must leave. But please try to leave in separate directions. If you're yeah. in the same direction, it's just a continuation of the parade. <laughs> 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 and it's, it's so good. Because, like, in the parade, like, the first two people in the parade are his wife and his daughter. Yeah. Like, they, they put them in, like, pretty much every episode they possibly could. Mm-hmm. Um, so after the fucking parade gets shut down, they actually check in with the guy that asked the question and his wife. Um, and she's still just like, no, it's, it's a great thing you did for him, but still no. <laughs> I'm, I still don't want to have a spider in my house. No. Well, then he even was like, kind of like. I don't want to touch it. Yeah, he's like, I don't want to touch it. And it's like, why are you getting one? Like, why do you want one? What are you doing, Dan? (laughs) So fucking good. Uh, At the end of this episode, they go back to Clint, and uh, they they show, like, a fake mocked-up photo of Dan and his wife (laughs) holding a tarantula, Uh, which was really good. Doesn't doesn't, uh, Travis apologize for doing a hit? Yeah. He does. And his his dad's like, are you guys, uh, are you guys, what what did he say? You guys going Hollywood on me? Yeah. Like, no, Dad, we can do a real fucking moment. (laughs) It's not just rare fart, fart, rare mono fart. (laughs) (laughs) Which I love. reminds me of the I love uh, that rare mono was his first thing to go to. Ray Romano fart. Yeah, that just reminded me of the bit that Taco pulled in one of the in one of the episodes where he talks about being a mongoose, and he's just like, it's not just joke, joke, dildo. Like, (laughs) (laughs) oh my god. Uh, Oh, that's like right into episode four, which was episode four was a really weird episode. Episode four is the weirdest of the episodes. That might um, be my favorite four one, though. It's called Teens <laughs> so and Your stupid. Least Favorite Soda. To help a teacher better understand how to maintain her students' interest in class, the McElroys <laughs> attempt to understand teenagers better by giving themselves teen names and practicing trends like dabbing and water bottle flipping. <laughs> Aided by Justin's teenage sister-in-law, Riley, and her classmates, each brother attempts a different teaching style to connect with the teens. <laughs> oh, my God. So fucking, this is the clown box episode. Yeah. yeah. So Griffin, I will, Griffin dabs this entire fucking episode. Every Griffin after dabs every and fucking clip. flips water bottles. <laughs> so the entire okay. time. So before we get further into this, I want to ask because they they establish what your team name is. Your team name is your least favorite soda and your favorite soda. I want to know. Like what, the, I want to know what everybody's team name is. <laughs> Mine's oh the opposite of Kevin's, whatever that is. <laughs> mine was mine was Lacroix Orange Fanta. Mine actually Mine is, is the opposite of that. Yours is Fanta LaCroix? Probably. <laughs> How can you not like Fanta? There's so many different there, flavors that are good. It's sugar. Like bad, sugary, not quite fruit fruit. Yeah, it's a fucking yeah. soda. I like the, the strawberry one tastes like you're drinking candy. I hate yeah. candy. 
Ugh. I don't it's, like that kind of candy. Mine is, uh, mine is Diet Coke ginger beer. Lauren, <laughs> <laughs> what about yours? I never drink that anymore. Um... Probably, I don't either, but shit. <laughs> I don't know. What like there's always new shit coming out. It'd probably be a uh, Pepsi ginger ale. <laughs> <laughs> Pepsi ginger ale is your favorite soda. Yeah, you can mix a bunch of shit with it. Oh my! This God. is true. She is right. It is the most adaptable of sodas. I mean, besides like Sprite and shit. Sprite Pepsi. My name is Sprite <laughs> Pepsi. And I'm absent until I die. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man! So <laughs> after they figure out their their special team names, uh, they actually call John and Hank Green to talk to their to talk to Justin's sister-in-law. Oh God! Oh, she <laughs> freaks out for a second. She freaks out. Well, she freaks out the entire time. Like the entire time they're sitting there, she has this wide-ass fucking smile on her face. Yeah. And it's so good. The last the last part of them, her talking to them, she literally can't make words. No. Yeah. Well, I, I love that, that, that their their first question for her is how are uh, how are twenty one pilots? Oh, she didn't even know. <laughs> yeah, she didn't know who the fuck twenty one pilot is. And I was like, that's and good. They said, uh, which is things, good because they're they're a terrible band anyway. With the Snapchat. <laughs> it Snapchat's wasn't just Snapchat. Good. It wasn't just Snapchat. It was the Snapchat. That's what made it worse. <laughs> the Snapchat. Uh. So they were, they were pretty much like, yeah, the more adults try to be cool, like, the less cool it gets. And Travis was like, until it goes full circle. And they're like, no, it, de- it never improves. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's a constant state of going downwards. Do, mean, do memes come back around? No. I, I'm, now I'm trying to actually, like, legitimately think about it. Have memes come back around? No. It's, it just seems like they come in and then they fade and then they become part of, like, the internet kind of, like, collective meme history. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I've never seen a meme come back. Yeah. I'm trying to think. I know Pepe had a weird resurgence, but, like, he's just kind of... He's been acquired as a hate symbol now, so... Yeah, that's, that's a whole other thing. Uh, so... <laughs> at this point, they go back to their, their old high school, which is the school that Riley goes to, uh, to try to reconnect with some teenagers. And Griffin fucking... This is his entrance into the classroom... It's him trying to bottle flip a whole bunch and missing every single one. And he just, he, he walks into the room, dabs, and says, hey guys, I'm Griffin. <laughs> like, every time one of them comes in, it's, 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 it gets progressively worse as each one of them comes into this classroom. It's so cringy. Like, Travis, like, almost fucking trips and breaks his neck on one of the water bottles that Griffin missed. <laughs> I, you mean every water bottle that he flipped into the room? Yeah. <laughs> there was, like, 30 of them. Yeah, there was a lot. I just... Uh, I had like secondhand embarrassment the whole time. <laughs> I mean, I was just I was just glad that Griffin dabbed properly. Yeah, a billion <laughs> times. Yeah. Because like when usually when people do it and usually not to be racist, <laughs> but when white people do it, they do the dab where they put the arm across the they like nobody looks into the crook of their elbow like you're supposed to do it. They look up at I'm their actually, hand. They look up their hand, they look at their or they look straight ahead and they just put their arm across their face. They're doing half a thriller. Yeah, that's how you do it. Oh, God. <laughs> but it's just like, it's like how Hillary Clinton did it on Ellen DeGeneres. It's like the hand across the face, and it's like you're doing like a muscle pose instead of like dabbing. You're doing JoJo's poses. Yeah. Uh, so this is when they, they ask 
they ask all the kids to split up between like which brother they all want to be with. Like the spoons of teams. So Justin has like ends up having like six kids in his team. But he's like the worst. <laughs> yeah. Travis has like two like artsy kids. And Griffin is stuck with one kid whose actual name is Griffin. Is Griffin? <laughs> and then they're just Griffin. like they turn around and they're like, We are Griffin. And that was that oh, was God. so fucking dumb. <laughs> uh Give you like so, body snatchers vibes, like it, one yeah, of us. Yeah. So like, it cuts to them talking to like all their kids, and Griffin's talking to his to to, to, to Griffin, and they're just like they're in this room with a bunch of pool tables, <laughs> bottle flipping and dabbing. <laughs> That's all they're doing in the time at the top of like Griffin's just like bottle flip dab, bottle flip dab. That's all you need to do. Uh, Justin tries to do his his sitting in the chair backwards with one of those fucking high school desks that's like impossible to do that with. Plus he's like a very large man so like watching him trying to struggle to get his leg into the desk was great. Yeah, all I could think about is how he was going to be stuck. I kept yeah. thinking he was going to fall I'm, over. Oh, yeah, that too. I'm sure that took a minute to get him out of there. Like I'm a, I'm a chunky dude and I was like yeah, there's no way in hell. Uh, and then so it, Travis, it, Travis is like tra- lovingly yelling at his he does like, he much does, like, yelling. does some weird like whiplash impression with these kids. Like it, I felt like I was watching like a really like really weird version of Whiplash with with Travis in the in that movie, and I was just like, yeah, I guess I don't I don't I don't know. They painted each other's nails. Yeah, yeah, they painted each other's nails. They were like painting a picture of like Travis with his shirt off, right? I thought it was a flower. I don't think they showed. Did they ever she's, show she's they they were taking a flower. what they were doing? And then like they had, they were playing a song because the kid would, could play guitar, and he brought his guitar in. Almost as good as John Mayer. Almost. Almost. <laughs> uh, so this gets, it gets to the next day, and Justin takes his kids into the woods for some reason. Um, while, while they're doing this, it just, like, is trying to get them, like, put their phones down. It's trying to, like, just, like, relate to them with, like, he, he wrote on a piece of paper and was like, it's like, it's Twitter. And then he, like, threw it, he's like, that's Snapchat. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then, and, and then we get to Griffin. Griffin and Griffin. And. It just gets weird. Then it just gets, it takes a weird, weird It turns turn. into the fucking the Blair Witch Project. The clown box is my favorite thing in the entire show, I think. It's so <laughs> the, fucking I loved, weird and creepy. I loved when he was explaining it. It was amazing. <laughs> and he fucking... They walk up and he's like, you can't. You have to give him your phone. And then he's going to drop a, He's gonna drop it. But you don't want to get pick too it close up. to it. Don't pick it up. That's don't, pick it, he's like, don't pick it up. That's the way he's going to get you. <laughs> so gross. So like, I like he, the gives rules him his phone. and stipulations to it was so good. He gives him his phone. And like the thing sticks his hand back out like and wants some more because Griffin thought he would have more kids with him. <laughs> and then he gives him a shitty ass maze, right? Yeah. He gives he, he gives it a rock. He tries to give like, a rock. It drops, so he... like, it drops like this this maze on the ground. Uh, and th- this is after Griffin leaves to go get something else to give the clown box. And like the kid like goes up to grab it and then like it cuts to some weird horror movie fucking jump scare while they're doing that. <laughs> so Griffin like Griffin comes back and all he sees is like. The chains off of the clown box, and Griffin is just like gone. <laughs> that Griffin, so, other Griffin, was never seen again. He runs oh, back, God. Uh, and he sees the brothers like next to the van with the kids, and he's like, he's he's like he's like he's he's like my boy's missing. We gotta go get him. 
So they leave all the kids in the van. And, like, as they're putting the kids in the van, the clown box is, like, right behind them. And it goes to, like, some, like, I guess... Halloween is the best the best movie that probably did this. Where, like, it, it cuts to them, like, running somewhere, but the clown box is always there. <laughs> it, it definitely was, like, found footage, kind of, like, Blair Witch feely, too. Like, yeah. Weird. They're running through the woods, and, like, I guess the clown box got Travis first. Like, it showed, it showed him scream, and Justin's like, Travis! And then you just... <laughs> Justin has, like, the worst crying face in the world. This is the clown box. Fucking Griffin's running through the woods. And he's, 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 it shows him get tired. He's, he's like, oh, dab. And he just keeps running. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta do it, man. I abandoned you gotta my, dab on him. I abandoned my boy. <laughs> I abandoned my boy. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and then, like, it, it, it's, they, you never see them come out of the woods. And it cuts back to Clint at the house, like, sitting at the counter, waiting for the boys, like, just with their plates of spaghetti there. And the credits are rolling, and it's just, that's just the end of the episode. God. (laughs) Poor Griffin. (laughs) That fucking, that fucking episode. Oh, God. Okay, so, transitioning to episode five, it's called Secret Societies and Apologies to Nathan. Uh, A viewer asks how to become a member of a secret society, so the McElroys begin an investigation in the hopes of discovering a hidden organization that holds all the power in Huntington. When their search goes cold, the brothers eventually decide to start their own secret society, the Knights Templar II Wacky Wizards. (laughs) (laughs) All of their robes. So this this episode was so fucking weird, and it was goofy as hell, and it was great. And it also led to me looking up how to join the Knights Templar, and I found out you can actually join, but you have to pay like $900 for the uniform. For your, your, your actual, like, official Templar garb. Of like your robe and like your cross and all this other shit. And don't you need to have you have like two year or a year to have an induction or whatever? Yeah, but yeah you have to have an induction first. ceremony too. Uh, so so the the show open the cold open starts that the whole show was an ARG, oh, which was an it stands for alternate alternate reality game, which if if nobody knows what ARG stands for. And one of the best bits from this is Griffin just fucking yelling seven the entire time. <laughs> like, because like, they show, like, cuts where, like, these were the clues for the ARG. And then it, sh- it cuts to Griffin with his shirt up and a big tape seven across his chest. Oh, it's like, seven! And Dr- seven. Justin's trying to talk. <laughs> Code is seven! seven. <laughs> the clue is seven. <laughs> Isn't this the episode, two where they, like, zoom in on, or, uh, Highlights certain like stupid things that really mm-hmm. have no relevance. Oh, the, yeah, the yeah. entire episode. Yeah. Uh, I wonder if there's actually an ARG in that episode. That would be the best, like the best goof, like to come out of this is that there was a real ARG in the entire, like the entire yeah. series. Oh God. So <laughs> they're trying to find clues about like secret societies and shit in town, and so they go to the library. <laughs> Uh, and Griffin, Griffin, Griffin says, uh, he says, I can't read anything in here. This is like, this is like a real national treasure book of secrets. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. So he's, he, I, I can't think who's, was it Barbara Bush's book he was looking in? Yes. Yes. And yeah. Justin, Justin's like, cause he couldn't find any clues in there. Justin's like, are there any nudes in there? <laughs> <laughs> Just, oh my God. I'm pretty sure Travis broke that fucking like magnifying thing they were using. Yeah. Uh, 
Oh, for like old newspapers and shit? Yeah. Like you see him using it and it just like goes off the track. <laughs> yeah. Oh my fucking god. There's this episode was so fucking dumb. I think the best moment is when they're going through um the little tunnel under the theater. The catacombs. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and Travis and Justin run off without without Griffin. And Griffin's all sad. <laughs> You're like, oh man, look, there's swords down here. He's like, I want swords. <laughs> they come back like, oh, we bonded further as brothers. I love you. Everyone's <laughs> like, I want to go back there and see what's down there. Like, it's just it's typical big brother stuff that you yeah. do to little brothers. Like, like, they already turned it back to a regular tunnel. He's <laughs> like, oh man, Ben Franklin's down here. It's so oh, it's Sonic. He sounds like Sonic. A bag of weed. <laughs> I'm getting smoked out by Ben Franklin and Sonic the Hedgehog. <laughs> <Jeez>. <laughs> <laughs> I want to get smoked up by Sonic the, next, the, so the next Yeti shirt is Ben Franklin and Sonic uh, God I hope so Just Sonic Griffin and Ben Franklin smoking fucking a huge pipe cotton. Yeah. cotton blowing that premium cotton <laughs> gotta give me some of that cotton <laughs> <laughs> God, there's so many fucking vape jokes that they make all the time. So, uh, at this point, they, they again, we go back to meet Major Williams again. Uh, and he asks him about what, what is the shadow organization that controls all of Huntington? He's just he's like, who's the person that's pulling the strings? He's and he's, he's like, well, I'm, I, he's like, I'm the mayor. He's, they're like, no, the real person pulling the strings around Huntington. <laughs> <laughs> uh... He's just, I guess it's just asked about like, all the secret societies and shit that are that are that, that they know of that he knows about in Huntington. Like, what is he involved in? Uh, and they end up like they can't find jack shit. So it comes, it actually comes back to them at the set, and they just like go in on the dude that asked the question. <laughs> uh, the my favorite part of this episode was the part right after that when they're in the van and they're they're calling around. And Griffin goes to call Skull and Bones, and it turns out it's a seafood restaurant called Shell and Bones. <laughs> and then Travis goes and he calls the Knights Templar, and they actually pick up and, yeah. they, and they direct him to like so Freemason. Mason. Yeah, Freemason. So. Free, yeah, you have so to be a Freemason. These guys know then, where the Holy Grail is, and you called them. Like, so, so I'm wondering now. Because I'm sure you can actually... I want to... Actually, you know, while we're doing this, I'm going to look this up. I'm going to look for this phone number. What, for the Knights Templar? Yes. Vince, you found it, didn't I you? mean, I found... I found the... I found the website. Yeah. The Knights Templar's website is just like... Holy shit. It's just all up on here. <laughs> yeah. You're literally just going to search for... To join the Knights Templar. I mean, it's, oh a, it's a holy organization. Yeah. Illuminati confirmed. But their, their phone number and fax number is just on here. Yeah. So I'm sure they've gotten a whole bunch of fucking phone calls since this happened. Oh, you could fax you could fax bomb the Knights Templar. Yeah. What if what if you just fax bomb the Knights Templar like the Assassin's Creed symbol and wasted all of their fucking toner? <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> so rude. <laughs> but we would never do that, just in case anybody's listening. <laughs> I would totally do that. I just don't have a fax machine. Vince, be quiet. 
Come uh, get me, Knights Templar. So Let's at, have the at, Crusades in this motherfucker. So at this point, they they what, what they they meet the uh, the the Huntington Blues Society. Yeah, yeah. They meet the Huntington Blues Society. They, they them, realize that they, they can just make their own secret society. It doesn't have to be like a like one that already exists. Yeah. So they decide to make their own, and they start this by going rope shopping. They go rope shopping, and nothing good comes out of that. They all look like fucking idiots. Yeah. Well, they said uh, Travis looks like uh, what a fetish like a costu- businessman. Does uh, it? It looks like he looks like a costume of a fart under a blanket. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so Griffin looks like he looks like a new character in Candyland and only steals Swizzlers. <laughs> and if hepatitis was a person. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, like, I love it because like, Justin legitimately got mad. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. Um, so they do their first meeting at a fucking roller skating rink, the, the, the Rollerama in Huntington. They do this weird cult style initiation yeah. thing that is like really disturbing, and then they immediately roller skate after it. They start roller skating <laughs> afterwards, and they're kicked out by the, uh, the local roller derby team. Yeah. <laughs> Oh my fucking god! I just, I'm, I'm trying to remember what happened at the end of this episode. Like, did they just did they did they even talk to Clint at the end of this episode? Uh, I don't think I don't, so. Because Clint was in it, it at the roller rink. So yeah, <laughs> <laughs> the whole episode ends with them just dancing at the roller rink and fucking hanging out with all these people that came to join yeah. the fucking Knights Templar He's Two just, wacky wizards. They're all wearing Everybody, bathrobes. Everybody's in is in the Knights Templar Two. The only way uh, you can only opt out of it, you can't opt in. Yeah. 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 <laughs> uh, and yeah, that just cuts to the end of the episode. Like right after, like right after they get kicked out, that's the end of it. And then we transition to episode six, which was, again, this is where Dante fucked up because he could have been in this episode. Oh, so, yeah. So salty. <laughs> the title for this episode is We're, Candle Nights we, and we Vape Ape. Go. We gotta try to go this year. Yeah. Oh, I God. Want to. I wanna go. That'd be great. Um, an attempt to help a viewer with their vaping problem is suddenly interrupted by the unexpected arrival of Candle Nights. After telling the story of the holiday's origins, the McElroy brothers must band together to organize and prepare Candle Nights' live show in just three days. Okay, I will say, the beginning of this episode where they're fucking screaming and the fucking set is transitioning into Candle Nights was great. I loved it. It was edited so well where, like, their faces were all, like, halved on the screen and, like, all this other shit was going on. They're just yelling for, like, two and a half minutes. It's Mm -hmm. awesome. It seemed like they were supposed to, like, transform into something at the end. Like, I kept getting, like, Animorphs vibes throughout it. Like, I was like, something is going to happen and then it ends up they're all just wearing Christmas stuff. So like, Candle one of my favorite stuff. things with uh, with this episode, this whole episode is is narrated by Lin Manuel Miranda, who has which been is on just, a spree recently. Dude, doing he's been a good job, hunk. Everywhere. Oh my! <laughs> dude, have you see, have you seen the good gif job. of like every time he's done it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a it's there's, a like, there's like a minute long gif of like him doing it every like every appearance. He's he did, even did it in the Hamilton. He did in Hamilton. He did it on SNL like twice. He did the Oscars. Like he, did the he did the Oscars, Oscars twice. Yeah. He did it on some like morning TV show. He's he's just, he's all about it. He's just doing it every 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 chance he can. He's Good just job. getting it in. <laughs> the I, I want a great job. I want a great job, Horn, on TV at some point. Oh my god. Just 
Just, 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 just let's just let it go every once in a while. I want to do it at a convention and see if anybody like ever notices it. Oh, I'm sure someone because would have to, but they have so to be many like fans of Bam Bam and stuff. Go, go to conventions and shit. They'd have to catch. Someone would have to catch it, but yeah, I'm sure someone would. Great job, Horn. Real quick. Great job. Uh, so they explain what Candlelight is. They, they. I love that they have their old animator who used to do all their animated stuff, do all the animated segments in this episode. Um, where they talk about like where like the the true story of Candle Nights, and talking about how everybody's penis is huge, <laughs> ten and eleven inch ding dongs. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> good shit. Justin and Justin and Griffin consistently trying to up up the size of their ding dongs to be better than each well, other. Justice and Gordons. Sorry, Justice and Gordons. Uh, but they they explain that like Candle Nights is like it's a yearly tradition that they made, and it's absor- it's an absorption of every other holiday that everybody can can be a part of. Uh, and this is like the quickest we actually get to Mayor Williams because he's like in the first segment of the show, where they're trying to like decorate the town. I think that's that's what they were trying to get permission for or yeah. something like that. Yeah, I think so. Um, because they they all wanted to do a, a miracle. Um, for candle nights, so Justin was gonna put on put on nativity. Griffin is decorating the town until he, he legitimately gets ex, uh, electrocuted. While he he's gets electrocuted yeah. and he goes, while "Fuck this! I'm town. going home and playing Pokemon." And it cuts to him back on the set, just playing his 3ds. He's he's like, "No, really, I'm done." <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I probably would have called the quiz after getting fucking electrocuted too. Yeah, yeah. I would have almost that. died. I'd be like, "No thanks, over it." Uh, and then Travis is trying to find like one of their idols to do something for them, and ends up getting fucking weird Al. Yeah, to shoot a bit for the show. Yeah. Uh-huh. He says he won't, and then he like sneaky like records him at mm-hmm. the end of it in a vertical position. Uh, so it shows um, it shows Justin doing the auditions for for the nativity. And oh god, and Clint goes Clint, up to audition. Clint doesn't even get his own so part. <laughs> I felt so bad for him. In he looks super dejected. It was so, it was so <laughs> like, like oh, in that exact no. moment you can see his heartbreak. <laughs> uh, this episode this episode actually didn't really have that much going on where they're just like running around trying to get candle lights set up. Like they run they drove around in a car for a bit with an air like a bullhorn screaming that it was candle nights. Yeah. Yeah. At in like the three o'clock the day, in the like afternoon a on a Thursday or something. <laughs> so nobody was there to even hear that they were going like they were just go- it wasn't even like they were going somewhere, they were going through a neighborhood. Yeah, because mm-hmm. they got yeah. lost or something. They're like, Where are we? Yeah. Uh let's see. So, and, and so, again, Candlelights is a real thing that they do every year for, for My Brother, My Brother and Me live shows. They're so, non-denominational holiday. So, it actually shows, like, it actually shows, like, the real fans waiting in line to go see the show. Um, and they're all, like, you know, saying hi to people and, like, you know, saying happy Candle Nights. And this is when we actually see our friend Alec, because they show everybody walking into the, uh, the theater. And <laughs> it's, it's so good, because you see Clint walking up, up the stairs to go, like, go to his seat. <laughs> And then he runs into the dude who got his part, yeah. and he just like stares at him and just like sadly walks away. <laughs> um, so they they're doing they start you know they actually start the live show and um 
Travis is doing a bit where he's like explaining. I think he's telling the story of Candle Knights or, or like or something. And it shows Griffin and Justin show like holding up like big posters to prompt the crowd to like laugh at his jokes and shit because that that was their gift for him. <laughs> to to get everybody to laugh at Justin. Yeah. Or laugh at Travis. Travis uh-huh. yeah. uh, <laughs> and this is when Travis actually plays the video for them from Weird Al. Which was really cool. Like like nobody like the brothers didn't know like that was a thing. Yeah. I'm wondering how they did that. Like like did Travis just find out where he was and like just go. Apparently. That or like they called him and he, they got him to come on. Yeah. Something. Because I mean they filmed that part too. So. Right. I mean, well, they could have just talked to his people and not him. Yeah. Yeah. So who knows how they actually got that set up? Um. But then we get to the end of the live show, and the brothers are actually, you know, they're they're sitting on the stage where they did the show, and you know, talking about it. it's like a real sentimental moment. I got emotional. Um, yeah, I did. I did too. <laughs> I was just like, oh, because like, of Justin. Uh, mm-hmm. because Justin was saying, you know, it, it meant a ton to him that like they, it, it, it they actually got together and, and did something because it's something they don't really do because none of them live near each other. Like, Justin's in West Virginia, Travis's in Ohio, and Griffin's in Texas. Yeah. So it, it took it took like them doing the show for them to like come together for a while and do something. And he starts crying and like he's like legit crying while this is happening. And Justin, no, not, uh, Travis and Griffin call it that sweet Emmy juice. Yeah, sweet sweet Emmy juice. I, just, I like it. He has a sentimental moment and they just rag they on just, him. They just shit on it so hard. That's what happens when they're brothers. Yeah. Uh, but that it was it was a really good moment to like to end the show on where they uh, they have like a real moment and even like because the brothers leave and Justin's like he's like he's like man I wish that I wish that crying wasn't real. Uh, so they're they're leaving the stage going through the back. This is like the very end. They're leaving the stage and they it, they looking down the stairs and the clown box is fucking down. Yeah, that's right. <sighs> Turn of the best character in the whole show. Oh, God. <laughs> and he, tries, he, he almost tricks Justin like to come down. He's, he's like, oh, look, a puzzle. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Like, it, this this show was so solid and very much, like, encompassed, like, what the podcast is about. Like, if you, yeah. if you like this show, definitely listen to the podcast. Like, there are some solid episodes you can listen to and just... I mean, listen... I say start with like episode like two fifty and go up. Excuse me. Do not start you can, with like you, can, you can start like this week. Like there's, it's one of those shows. It's um, it's it's not, it is serialized. So you actually don't end up having. Or is it the opposite? Um, but you don't have to listen to every episode to keep up. Yeah, yeah but, like they're like, all kind of standalone. Don't start with one just because like the early episodes aren't great. Yeah. Yeah. Like even they've gone on record to say like yeah we don't like the original episodes. Before. I mean there are there are certain bits from the first early episodes that like have continued like the Jeffrey bit and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But there's like there's new stuff in the show like 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 Munch Squad is new and stuff like that. Uh, I wish they would have done something Munch Squad related in this show. Like like I'm where, honestly surprised that they didn't. Where, they, where they Justin takes them somewhere. Well, oh god, <laughs> does was Munch Squad even around when? They recorded? Yeah. Okay, because I, like, for some reason thought it was, like, end of last year. For some reason. Well, they, were no, doing, the, the, they were doing Month Squad right before they started filming the show. Gotcha. They did that, uh, they, it was when Beyonce dropped her album, they did that really good Munch Squad. The fucking Bubble Jug episode. With the, the Bubble yeah. Jug episode. Oh, yeah, when, when they did their fucking lemonade thing with the bacon mozzarella burger. Yep. <laughs> That's probably one of my favorite episodes of, of My Brother, My Brother, and Me. That fucking one, and, and that one, 
And the Shaq episode. The the fucking Kazam oh, episode. Oh, no. Shaq, old Shaq versus young Shaq? No, no. It was a Kazam episode about fucking Aaron Carter's song about oh. being Shaq. <laughs> Yeah, but, uh, yeah, so, show's good, it's on CISO, even if you just do, like, the week trial, you can watch it in, like, a day. Yeah, they're not, they're not super long. It's, like, a half hour pop, so you can do it in, like, three hours, two and a half hours. But, like I said, there's definitely some good shit that is on CISO, like, definitely, like, if if you're gonna keep it, it's four dollars a month, like, if you're gonna keep it, keep it, but... Uh, there's like one or two other things I watched on there besides before my week was up. It has Garth Marenghi's Darth Place on it, which is worth it on its own. <laughs> that show is fucking ridiculous. Uh, I haven't watched anything else on CISO Dan because Harman's I'm a terrible person. Harman Quest is really good. <laughs> um, yeah, that's the show. Um, so, do you guys want to do... Uh, you guys want to do questions? Yes! Sure. Yes! Our first question comes from Datterface on Twitter, and he asks, Fuck, Mary, kill Pokemon, Digimon, and Monster Rancher. Oh, Oh, no. Uh, Okay, so fuck fuck has to be Digimon because (laughs) they they have the monsters that are slightly humanoid, so I wouldn't feel as bad banging like... Angemon or something, you know? So, so I, I like fuck, you, you, fuck couldn't, you couldn't default to say um, Angie Woman. You said Angemon. You had to go with the dude. Angel Woman, hopefully. Shh. No, <laughs> this is my this is my selection. Okay, right. so you got Mary Pokemon because Pokemon has has the has the the lasting the lasting kind of fan service kind of stuff. Because they're you know? wholesome. It's wholesome. If Pokemon's been around forever and it's probably going to be around forever, so you know you have like a lasting relationship with that. And then Monster Rancher, you gotta kill because like. Who even fucking buys CDs to, to get monsters anymore? Yeah. <laughs> I forgot you had to do that shit with the old monsters. Yeah, yeah dude. And remember, like, one of the most fucking powerful monsters was, like, a Madonna CD? Yeah. You know what I did when <laughs> I fucking had Monster Rancher? I went to the fucking library with the list that I printed off GameFAQs, and I was like, I gotta look for all this shit. And I checked out, like, 50 CDs at once, and, like, was super OP in the game immediately. Didn't they make something where you have to scan, like, barcodes? At some point, it was, no, you have to put the CD. You have to take the no, disc out and you have to put a CD Dante. in. That was a toy you could buy. It was kind of like a digivice. You had to scan barcodes on shit. Yeah, maybe that was. Digi- maybe it was that. a digivice. Maybe I'm okay. No, it wasn't. It was some toy. It was some toy that was like a digivice, but it, it was like a, a gigapet. But like you had to, you battled monsters, but you got some from scanning barcodes. Yeah, oh, I, I, I remember I had one. And I went weird. to the grocery store and just scanning barcodes on shit. <laughs> yeah, but Monster Rancher was like it was a game for the PS One where you took the disc out and then you put CDs in and you got powerful monsters based yeah. on which album you used, and it was all for specific CDs. By the way, that tells you how much memory is actually in the PlayStation, where it could take it out and read the CD, and the game would still run. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Definitely. I uh, thought it was cool. Because it was just like, okay, cool, like, you guys made me go on a fucking hunt for this goddamn CD yeah. so I could fucking get this cool-ass monster. <laughs> yeah, definitely, I would, so, yeah. I would be in the same room. That, fuck, that's fuck my, that's my yeah. fuck, Mary kill. kill. I think yeah, the, the fuck's solidified by the BDSM angels. Yeah, like... <laughs> okay, yeah, I want that. I mean, you could you yeah. could always, like... I mean, there are some there are some hot Pokemon, though, right? Like, Gardevoir. Mm-hmm. Gardevoir's pretty hot. No, that's an animal. <laughs> um, you could like 
like uh, what's it called? A fucking what's um? That's an animal. No, thank you. What's the name of the? I mean, they've surpassed animals now too. Buswell's pretty hot. Oh fuck! Oh, oh god, no! Buswell would fucking kill somebody. Jesus. Buswell's pretty hot. I wouldn't mind getting speared by a big mosquito. That'd be kind of cool. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you got you like like rapidash. <laughs> Rapid ash, yep. Nope. All right, we're going to move on to the next question. Mm. I mean, like, it, there's a, everybody has their fetish, right? It's nope. just like, you got nope. like a slime girl fetish, you go for like Flaming ponies. That's oh my god. I'm into. Nope. All right, uh, next question. <laughs> Kevin's like, no, no, God, please, no. <laughs> Let's just move, from, move away from the subject. Uh, our next question. Let was... me just rule 34 Pokemon real quick Stop. on Google and see no. what comes our next question was sent in by Special Bread Breaker Weeblord Coffee Condor. Thank you, Brian. Weeblord Bread Baker. His Thanks, question is: What was your first mystery anime? Something that caught you uh, that you caught part of without knowing what it was, but you had to continue watching. Okay, so this uh, happens. This happens a lot for me. Um, but he said, "What, what see, was like, your first? Oh, fuck. So, what would be my first that I saw a bit of, and I was just like, okay, I gotta, I gotta fucking watch this." Um, that was hard. Yeah, I don't remember. Mine was probably like, I feel like, you know, I know my mom, mine was Robotech. Because mm. I caught it really late one night on on Adult Swim, because it used to come on Adult Swim for some reason. Uh, and I caught like a real small bit of it. And I, I knew that Adult Swim like replayed episodes later, like they went through like, they had, like, six shows they ran, and then, like, after that last one, they re-ran everything. Yeah. So I remember I stayed up to watch it again because I didn't know what it was. And I was like, this is... Like, I think that's what awakened, like, my love for mecha shit. I was like, this fucking robot's, like, transforming and shit, and then it's fucking shooting each other in space. I'm down. Like, Little Kid Kevin was all about it. Actually, that that makes me think... Um, what was it? Encore had, like, the TV channel or whatever of movies mm-hmm. and stuff. Mm-hmm. They had, what, Action Channel and then one other one. And I think on the Action Channel late at night, they would do, um, like, anime movies and stuff. And I think mm-hmm. that's probably a, was a lot of gateway for, like, Ghost in the Shell, X-1999. Yeah. And I would, like, get a clip and I was like, they do, like, little preview things for, like, that night. And I'd be like, oh, what's that? I'm going to watch it, even though it's probably, like, inappropriate for my age. But that's Okay. <laughs> Because that's how I so got a lot I, I, into that stuff. I thought about it more, and I realized what mine is, and now I just feel really, really shitty about it. What, <laughs> what is it? Because, okay, so the first, like, taste of really weird anime that I kind of had, like, I had to follow up. I didn't really even follow up on it. I just kind of stumbled into it, was there's there used to be a public access thing uh, that would happen late at night, and I think it was on, like, Wednesdays and Saturdays, where... There was, like, it would be, like, a public access thing. These guys ran out, and they'd play, like, really fucking crazy or weird or fucked up anime. And, like, sometimes hentai would pop up and shit. Oh, God. Mm. And I remember, because my cousin was the one who showed me this. And we we turned it on once, and I caught, like, a bit of Bible Black. Oh, no. Oh, no. I was probably, like, 11 or 12 at the time. That... And I was like, what the fuck is this? And so, like, it got really weird, so we turned it off. Why did that click happen every time? Yeah, we were just like, what the fuck is this? And then we, we turned up and then and then I didn't I didn't even think about it. I just remember it said in my mind for a while until like I was maybe like seventeen and I saw like actually what it was. And I like I connected that that was like what I saw when I was like twelve. 
and, and now I was I like, have holy is it that shit. old? I didn't think it was that old. I was like, yeah, I was, but like, I remember it seeing up. it. I remember seeing it, and then, like, it was one of those things where, like, all of, like, me and a bunch of people were watching it as a group to rag on it, and then we were all just like, holy shit, and then it clicked for me, and it was hilarious. Oh, yeah, it was Jesus 2000. Christ. Yeah. <laughs> mine, mine was similar to Lauren's, and I think it was on Encore or Stars or something. It was Blue yeah. Seed. Okay. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. And I had no idea what it was. And that, like, I ended up trying to figure out exactly when to watch that weekly because I ended up getting really into it. I have no idea how it holds up now. Barely remember. I mix up Blue Seed and Blue Gender. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Blue Gender is awful. What's with all the fucking blue? Look, uh, there's uh, Perfect Blue. There's Blue Gender. The Blue Girl. Blue Seed. (laughs) The blue girl. <laughs> <laughs> I like that Lauren God. Lauren finally mentioned a hentai before I did. Damn it. I know these things. <laughs> I forgot right? these things existed for a reason. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, no, that's... God. Do we have more questions? I just want to stop thinking about we hentai. Have, we have two jumbotrons. Do you want to do jumbotrons? Let's do jumbotrons. Our first one is from Clint from oh, not not I was about to say another word that wouldn't have been appropriate for this. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> our first jumbotron is, is from Chris. Salindi. What do you mean? What do you mean it's not a, inappropriate? I've been fucking talking about hentai and jacking off this entire episode. <laughs> you can't talk about clitorises. What the fuck? <laughs> okay, oh moving God. on. Our first our first jumbotron comes from uh, from Chris and goes out to Lindsay. Congratulations to my friend Lindsay for completing her first mini graphic novel that's been three years in the making. I can't wait to read what you come up with next. That's cute. That's pretty sweet. Uh, we don't. We, there was no like mentioning of what this graphic novel was, so we could check it out. But congratulations, Lindsay. Good job, Lindsay. You did. You did great job. Great job. <laughs> Do the good job one for you. There you go. <laughs> And our second one actually comes from our good boy, Coffee Condor. Got featured twice this episode. What's up? And it is to Megan. This is one. This one's actually a little long. To my loving girlfriend, you've achieved so Aww. much since you moved to Philadelphia. From earning your bachelor's degree to getting a job at a well-known graphic design firm and learning how to play guitar. I can't wait until we spend another weekend looking in cute shops, deciding which, which, which restaurants will satisfy our craving for large helpings of meat, and finding out which states depicting revolutionary war figures are clues to secret colonial treasures. I love you very much, and hope hearing this from these sweet weebs brighten up your day. Aww. Aww, that was super cute. That was really good. That's cute. Thank you, Brian. Thank you for sharing that. Yeah. There's one thing I enjoy. It's filling my appetite for meat. (laughs) Why you gotta ruin everything? (laughs) (laughs) Alrighty. Uh, Who doesn't like eating a bunch of meat? Come on, fuck. God damn. Why is it gotta be vegetarian? Why is it gotta be perverted? Because it's about you. The entire episode. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Vince, you want to go ahead and wrap it up? Yeah, let's uh, wrap it up. Okay, I just want to say thank you to uh, D&D Sluggers for the use of our theme song, Why Are You Like This, from the album of the same name that's available on Bandcamp. That's D&D Sluggers. And thank you to the McElroy Brothers for making a fantastic podcast and TV show so that we could do this episode today. Go give it a listen. 
check out the show. It's a really good time. We're all really big fans. Uh, and then we got a final question, right? Right, Kevin? Our final question. <laughs> I saw this and I immediately, like, this had to be the final question for us this week. What video game character sexually awakens you as a child? <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> oh, I want to discuss this, but we can't now. Well, I'm Vincent Perez. I'm Lauren Reschel. I'm Kevin uh, Bobbitt. I'm Dante Coley. And this has been Shonen Trash. Kiss your waifu square on the Beavis. <laughs> <laughs>